Yo, what's going on? Hello, beautiful bell breakers. I don't ever really know how to like, just like come in. It's just like I know. Hey, I know. I, I wish we had like some catchphrase or something yeah. that people would be like, oh, yeah. and we get it on the t-shirt. You know, I'm not really the type. Like once I get talking about something, I can get excitable yeah. and stuff. But I'm not the type of like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, Welcome right. to the Break the Bell podcast. Yeah, you know? I know. No, I, I know. Just, I know. But, but there, that that was it right there. Maybe we'll just edit that and post. And there you cut, go. Just put that, that at the beginning. Yeah, yes, that sounds go. good. I, I like, like that. It. So, welcome, like I said, to the Break the Bell podcast. We are our first like main show of the year. Yes. 2021. Yes. We had our weekend wrap-up um, come out this last weekend, but yeah. like you said, this is our first yeah. first main, main episode. And 2021, what's it going to be like? How's it going to go? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't want to know. I do know that... Um, a lot of uh, things going on, like that, are coming up with uh, January sixth deadline coming up for uh, the Senate to uh, certify certify results. all the results, and yeah, uh, that's that's primarily what we're going to talk about. Because yeah. and you got half the people, you know, that are uh, they're they're excited, they're ready for Biden to come in and mm-hmm. make changes. You got people that are pissed that uh, Biden's coming in. You got people that think Trump has a couple more cards to play. There's um, some people that think Trump has like serious cards to play. Oh, yeah. that people are get, still going to be perp walked and all oh, yeah. that stuff. Yeah, every, every time people are talking, they're like, "Well, well, here it comes. No, hold on, here it comes. It's not. It's not done yet. It's he's, not over. He's got some stuff to do. He's still like, grab like, your popcorn. It's about to happen. Right, it's just yeah. like, what's going to happen? Right. This is not a movie. Trump <laughs> is not some master mm. strategist that's going to come in and and pull some magic off at the eleventh hour. This is real life and. Bad shit happens yeah, sometimes. Things that, that we we don't know what's going to happen, but we have an idea of what we think is going to happen. But yeah. y- you we you just don't know. But no. Anyway, before we get there, we that I mean that's primarily what we're going to discuss is yeah, that's main show. Um, it, do, does Trump got a final stand? Does he have that final ace up his sleeve? Right. Is he going to? Go away, kicking and screaming, right. like be drug out of the store, yeah. like your toddler kicking and screaming. Right. How's this going to? Is he going to be like? But wait a minute. Yep. I yep. have another hundred thousand votes sitting right here. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> exactly. So we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Don't let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We got other things to talk about first. Yes. First of all, how you doing, Bill? I'm doing good today. I'm you doing are? Good. You sound yeah. a little sniffly. I, I am a bit sniffly, but um, you know, hey, it's not COVID. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's good. I still have my taste. I mean, we are roughly six feet apart, so we might be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but should uh, I put on a mask and talk like this for the rest of the episode? Only if you had a Darth Vader mask. That that would be badass. <laughs> yeah, that would be. So hopefully, hopefully you don't get too under the weather because yeah, no. I'm gonna keep bringing you back here, sick or not. To, it, it, to do it won't this stop shit, me. So. It won't stop me. So. You'll just be like laying on your desk, like with a <laughs> puke bucket on the floor. <laughs> Like, so, anyways, <laughs> I'm not gonna edit that out. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> so, how how's everybody doing in 2021? Um, by the time this comes out, um, we will be roughly five, six days. This will come out on the sixth. On the sixth. Wow. Yes. So, yeah, everything we talk about today happens. might be completely irrelevant yeah. by the time this comes out. Yeah. Did they? I wonder if did anybody have any good like New Year's parties? It didn't seem like there was a lot of parties going on this I, year. I had a few, I had like in-laws over, and yeah. um, I watched some of the bullshit on um, 
like the rock in New Year's Eve, they call oh, it. Right, when there's, right. There's no rock on it no, anymore. No. So I don't know why they call it rock in yeah. New Year's and, Eve. And still. wasn't it, it was like Times Square with like nobody there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could actually, they had the mic still cranked up so loud. You could hear the voices echoing off the buildings That's in Times Square. Just and it just sounded like completely dead. And um, I had made the comments on social media. I was like, man, it just like watching them because there was no, no like, emotion there because there's no crowd to do the performance right. for. yeah it just seemed like glorified karaoke like it yeah. seemed like these weren't even the people doing the songs <laughs> it was just like super charged yeah. karaoke and like, could you imagine like the three people doing the ball countdown 10 9 <laughs> well, it was super funny because they i mean they had a few people there like the crew like the the, like the camera, the crew, camera crew, and, and just yeah. random, a couple random people in masks standing around. But they would always cut to the crowd, and they'd zoom way in on like two people in the crowd <laughs> because they didn't want to span, like zoom out to like yeah. basically nothing. So every time they did like a crowd shot, it was like two people and That's like funny. one person. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like super zoomed in. It's like you're not kidding anybody <laughs> at all. It was just super sad. So I turned it over to Fox, which I was excited. It had um, the main guy from Community and. Also, Ken Jung, oh, yeah, Ken Jung from Community, and I was like, "Oh, this should be good." Yeah, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't at all. It was like bad. overly scripted, and they were just like oh. really badly reading. It was no. it was just really bad, and there was no music on it. It was that's just like because those those two, I think, have they have their own uh, their own podcast mm-hmm. called the the Darkest Timeline. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I've seen a little bit of it. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, so but, it's too bad. A, a NBC kind of nerfed them. Yeah, it was just like they gave them really bad script to go off of, and they didn't even enjoy doing. It. <laughs> and uh, the pianist, so they had like a just a musical group in the background. It's kind of like the late night TV shows where they just have like the house band. Oh right. So they had their own house band, and um, the lead guy, the keyboardist, was um, Daryl from uh, The Office, the black guy from oh, The Office, really? the warehouse guy. Yeah, oh, funny. Which he's played the piano and sang and stuff on The Office, so I knew he could. But he either was just playing the part, or he just really did not want to be there at all. <laughs> he knew what this was, and right. he, he did not want it. Because any time they ask him a question, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was just like, either he's playing that that part, or he legit yeah. just does not want it anything like, to do with this. I'm here because I'm contractually obligated. Yeah, I, exactly. So, yeah, I just... Ended up turning the TV off altogether and just yeah. drank a little bit. And I don't even think I think I'd nodded off. I missed the New York ball drop. I was awake at midnight, yeah. but I didn't turn on what is it? New Orleans does the oh, the, yeah. the central time one. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I did do a, like a countdown with the kids or whatever. Yeah. But after that, I just passed out. So I, I would be curious to see how the New Orleans ones is because mm. they're not, um. They're not as big on the social distancing to mask in New Orleans. It was still so. it was still pretty dead there. Was I saw it? it oh, they okay. cut over to it for a bit, and yeah, it was still pretty dead there. I wonder how Mardi Gras will be this year. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Huh. So, yeah, it just wasn't anything. Like, I didn't do anything that fun. I did go to a party, like, a couple days later, so Saturday night, and had fun. So it was kind of a post-New Year's yeah. Eve party. That's Played cool. some games, had a few drinks. But yeah. New Year's Eve was just kind of a dud for me. Sure. Just kind of like the year 2020 was a dud. So, <laughs> Yeah. So. There's a lot of people I talk to, and they're just like, yeah, it just doesn't seem like a New Year's Day. you know? No, yeah. I mean, they're just like, we're just flat about it. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, that's not wasn't my attitude going into it, but then 
us not really having a party to go to. And then the TV specials just being as flat as possible is just like, this This sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. so, yeah, not a whole lot there. Did you do anything fun? Um, We went over to my in-laws. It ended up being a good time. Yeah. So, good. yeah, it was fun. Did you watch anything? Listen to music? Just uh, hang out or listen what? Listen to music. Um, they... Uh, earlier in the evening, they had the Dora and the Explorer movie on. Oh, okay. Which I didn't watch. No. But, um, but uh, then after that, they just turned to music, which was better. So Yeah, that's I, good. I'd prefer that than watching Dora the Explorer. Well, hopefully you all had got to do something fun. Hopefully you uh, kissed your significant other for New Year's yeah. and all that fun stuff. My significant other was asleep by the time midnight hit. Crashed. So, <laughs> so, yeah, she crashed pretty hard. So, otherwise, um, hopefully you guys got to... Have some sense of normalcy and a little bit of fun as yeah. we kicked 2020 out and then yes. brought in, hopefully, hopefully a better year. Knock on wood. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Can't be worse. Oh, no, it can. It can. say no, that. I'm sorry. Wow. God damn it. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Sorry. Sorry. You just jinxed it for all of us. So um, I think we're just about ready to get into it, though. Um, and talk about how much better 2021 is already kicking off. Yes. Um, we got a few things in the news to get into before we jump into this, uh, the Trump final stand, I guess we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, I like um, that. I like that. Yeah. The, so The last ride of the Trump of tears. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what goes on. Uh, maybe, maybe he flips it. Maybe. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get your opinion yet, but right, maybe. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. So let's okay. just get right into this intro and then we will go from there. So we'll be... Right back. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Uh, uh, the, did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Who are you talking to? And here we are. Yes. We're back. Yes. Just like that. 2021 coming at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So where do we start? Mm, well, well I, Iran's been up to some good stuff. Yeah. Might as well start with the happy news, right? The happiest. Yeah. I mean... I can't say this. Uh, jokingly, I say this is happy. I don't want the, right. the, the feds to come in and break down my door. <laughs> um, the most interesting news that I think I've seen this week is, like you said, Iran. Iran is threatening revenge for Trump killing um, so- Soleimani. Was that his name? Yeah. That was like that top general guy right. uh, a few months ago that uh, we assassinated in the yeah. name of freedom. Freedom. Yep. Um, so, 
the is this the same article you sent me? Because it's not. It's um, not. The article you had sent me earlier said that Iran was threatening to kill Trump in revenge <laughs> on for um, them killing yeah. Soleimani. Uh, yes. So, so like I said, I can't say this is the happiest news. I was jokingly say that don't don't like come come break down my door for threatening the president, but it was interesting news nonetheless. Yeah, you don't you don't often see countries uh, threaten to take out a president. Mm-mm. So it says, let me let me switch this over. It says Fox News. What the heck? My screen just froze up. There it is. Oh. Fox News contributor Gene. Or Gene General. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me start over. Can we just like start over? Yes, let's. <laughs> Fox News contributor General Jack Keane discusses what's behind Iran's saber rattling on the one year anniversary of the drone strike that killed terrorist leader and Iranian General Qasem Qasem Soleimani. That was really a year ago already? Wow, yeah, that doesn't seem like wow, a did, year. Is there any more to this article than that? <laughs> That's it? Nothing else popped up, Bill. <laughs> um, is that the right article? I don't know. Oh, this was a video you sent me. Oh, okay. So that wasn't the uh, the uh, we'll first. Have to edit this. Send me another one. <laughs> now that we have the correct article pulled up, my bad. Here it is. So it says Iran president. This is the one I was looking for. Iran president threatens death to Trump. In a few days, the life of this criminal will end. A few days. Wow. This was on January 1st. So um, New Year's Day, his New Year's resolution, I guess, <laughs> was to kill Trump in the next few All days. Right, what's Holy your resolution? Shit. What's your resolution? Oh, gosh. I'm going to kill Trump. <laughs> it's like, wait, let me think about this. <sighs> I got to make Lose it a weight. good one. No, that's cliche. Yes. Um, I could uh, learn a musical instrument. No. no. No, I tried that last year. Yeah, we all know how out. that works. Let's We're going to kill President Trump. <laughs> Iranian President Hassan Rouhani this week threatened President Trump, saying in a few days the life of this criminal will end. Rouhani made the threat in a speech to the Iranian cabinet, citing the martyred General Qasem Soleimani, uh, who was taken out in an airstrike nearly a year ago that was ordered by Trump. In an English translation posted online by the Iranian government, Rouhani said... In a few days, the life of this criminal will end, and he will go to the dustbin of history. So one thing that sticks out to me here, and it kind of, um, I think about this with other like translated sacred texts, even like the Bible, it's just like, um, are we mistranslating this for our own gain sometimes? <laughs> well, like, you wonder about that. I mean, he could be saying, you know, we're going to send Trump a fruit basket because he lost, and somebody's know, like, we're going to kill that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did, the English guy's like, I'm gonna take him out, and somebody over that 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 else that speaks both is sitting there like, what the, what the hell is nobody said at all? <laughs> so um, it goes on to say one of the effects of this stupid and disgraceful act, Rouhani said, of the airstrike um, was that Trumpism is it was that Trumpism ended. We are very happy about this, and we believe that the period after Trump will be better condition for regional and global stability it's been great for regional stability like everywhere else in all the other muslim countries yeah. but iran has not jumped on ship with no, that no and you know and they got their uranium enrichment back so yeah, you would yeah, think yeah, they'd yeah. be happy about that it says we are uh, very happy about this and we believe that the period of trump will be a better yeah i just said that 
Um, as I said, after the martyrdom of Martyr Sol- Solomani, martyrdom of Martyr Solomani. Do you, you, do you get that title after your martyr? Uh, apparently. I emphasize again that if you cut off Martyr Salami's, Salami's, <laughs> Solomani's hand, I'm failing so bad right Don't now. Don't cut his salami. <laughs> we, if you cut off Salamani's hand, we will cut off your leg from the region, and we will continue the resistance until that day, Ronnie said. Our nation will not give up until they take revenge on his blood as its right, he vowed. The threat came just days before the one-year anniversary of the January 3rd drone strike on, Bag- on Baghdad airport that killed Salamani, deemed one of the world's uh, most dangerous terrorists. Rouhani accused Trump and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo of savage assassination, saying Iran won't let them get away and has every right to avenge the blood of their popular commander. Is he? And he's not even that their commander. He better he better get on this because for the next (laughs) he's got what? Um, 14 days left. Right, yeah. yeah. If if all goes the way it looks like it's going to go. Maybe he's hoping Trump won't be as protected by then, and then he'll be easier target. That's possible. But again, he won't be their leader anymore. He's right. just uh, yeah, ex-president, a former president. Right. As long as you're in the region, our revenge has yet to be exacted, the Iranian president added. Trump last month issued his own warning to Iran. Following rocket attacks on the U.S. Baghdad embassy, Green... Embassy's Green Zone, December 19th, Trump issued a warning in a Twitter post. Of course, of course he did. Always the damn Twitter post. So official. Some friendly health advice to Iran. If one American is killed, I will hold Iran responsible. Think it over. And that's probably about the same time. Remember he went on somebody, on maybe it was Rush Limbaugh or something, and he was like given like a profanity-laced rant against Iran. Yeah. The U.S. military is taking steps as the rhetoric heats up. In precautionary moves, the U.S. moved the aircraft carrier Nimitz and its strike group back into the region this month. As of Tuesday, the Nimitz was off the coast of Somalia to safeguard the withdrawal of U.S. troops, according to U.S. Africa Command. On Thursday, however, the Associated Press reported the carrier was leaving the region. Um, It says on Wednesday, two B-52s, Strato Fortress bombers flew over the Persian Gulf, avoiding Iranian airspace. Well, this is just saying a lot of stuff that's going on that has nothing to do with this. Right. Yes, there's still the, yeah, military presence in the yeah, area. They're, they're, that's all it's saying. They're peacocking. It says, we don't seek conflict, but no one should underestimate our ability to defend our forces or to act decisively in response to any attack. Marine General Frank McKenzie, commander of U.S. Central Command, said in a statement Wednesday, the U.S. continues to deploy combat-ready capabilities into the U.S. Central Command area of responsibility to deter any potential adversary. So basically he's saying as long as there's a presence in the area, um, right. basically um, he, we're still a threat. Right. And they're still— um, Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in particular, he's calling for— the assassination of Donald Trump because of the martyr of Soleimani, right. which happened, like I said, happened a year ago, and he was he was making those same claims. Yeah, well, like you last year we were talking before, they offered an eighty million dollar yeah, bounty on. Why him. didn't I know about this? Not that I would enact on that, but eighty million, <laughs> eighty million dollars, right? You ever watch um, 
Um, the show Life with Louie back in the 90s. Oh, it was gosh. Louie Anderson. It was a cartoon. Yeah, here um, and there. Um, Louie was out washing his Rambler, and um, he was like, this guy drove by, and he's like, um, he's like, how much do you want for the Rambler? How much do you want for the car? He's like, it's not for sale. It's my dad's favorite car. He's like, I'll give you a thousand bucks, or I'll give you five hundred bucks. And he's like, it's not for sale. He's like, I'll give you a thousand. He's like, it's not for sale. It's my dad's favorite car. He's like, I'll give you five thousand. And he's like, nope, not for sale. And his dad comes out. And he's like, Louie, who is that? And he's like, oh, some some idiot wanted to buy your car. He's like, wow. Oh. He's like, well, just 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 for kicks, how much did he offer? He's like, oh, five thousand dollars. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, Dad, you love that car. He's like, I love your mother, but for five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's like oh, for eighty million dollars. I mean, I value my freedom, but for eighty million dollars, right? yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, if you flash that in front of me, it might be hard to turn down. I'm not saying I would kill a president, right? But right. It might be hard. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I might have yeah. to edit all of this out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's interesting. And he's saying within the next few days. So, yeah. as of the first, for all we know. Maybe he already did it because we haven't heard much from Trump in there a few There has been days. no Twitters, yes. Mm-hmm. Tweets, no tweets. tweets, tweeters, no tweeters, tweedles. I don't know. So there's that going on. We'll see if anything comes of that, or if it's just a lot of noise that like they've been making for the last year. Well, like you said, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of protection Secret Service offers ex presidents, if any. Oh, they 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 have permanent secret service for the rest of the Because everybody thought that um, Bush would be target number one when he was yeah. out, you know, because there's a lot of people that did not like him. No, because I've heard people bitching about how they're going to have to basically pay to reinforce the security of Trump Tower or or the Mar-a-Lago. I'm not sure which one. Whichever yeah. one he's moving to. I think it was Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, you wanted moved. to go to Mar-a-Lago, but there was people in Florida trying to petition the governor to not allow him to come live there well people are bitching about all the taxpayer money that was going to go into like reinforcing the oh, ramping yeah. up the security but yeah they have secret service the rest of their life at oh, least okay. a minimal detail for the rest of their life yeah well, i mean it, you know it's we pay for everything for ex-presidents you know mm-hmm. health insurance mm-hmm. salary mean, for the rest uh, of their life. oh yeah they get what three hundred fifty thousand a year after they that or 400 i can't remember so it's so, like a hefty, hefty amount. Yes. Do you think yes. Trump will take that four hundred thousand? Because he supposedly hasn't taken a salary. Yeah. His I, whole presidency. I don't know. That's a good question. He he probably will. My, yeah. My, yeah. Because he's he's not done. We have not heard the last of of Donald J. Trump. No, absolutely not. Even if he's out of office, we no, haven't heard the no. last. So also in the news, moving on. I mean, the vaccine is still being fast tracked. Uh, yeah. To the point where they're trying to double the pace because it's not going fast enough. So they're trying right. to double the pace. You sent me this article that the FDA is considering giving half doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. Just, when did Moderna's get in? Because it was Pfizer's Yeah, vaccine. it was Pfizer's. Moderna, there was another one that was fast-tracked that they were trying to get out right away. And but I, I think, didn't know they got it out yet. I did not know they got it out either. Well, yeah, they're trying to give half doses. I don't know if vaccines are the same as um, antibiotics, but taking half doses of antibiotics is right. very, very bad. Well, the, and the, they want to do full doses for the, the people at risk, and then this half dose for people between the ages of 18 and 55. And to me, it just sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, no, this this will help. This yep. We promise. You know, and it's... It, 
like you said, it's like taking half a Flintstone yeah. vitamin. Yeah. It's not going to help. No. You need no. the full Dino. You would think so. So do you want to read this one? Yeah. If it comes up for me. Some of these don't come up for me. There it is. Okay. The Food and Drug Administration is set to meet this week to decide whether to give just half doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine to people aged 18 to 55. Isn't that most of the people? I believe so, yes. That's what I thought. The ones that are still alive. Okay. (laughs) Distribution of the two vaccines approved for emergency use in the U.S. has been slow. So having the dose would make the vaccine available to twice as many people. I learned that on Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. If you if you cut them in half, you have twice as much. Right. And um, then you can vaccinate twice as many people. Um, let's see. Um, and an age group that is not as endangered as those over 55. According to Moncrief Salut, chief scientific advisor of Operation Warp Speed, a vaccine program established by President Trump. Salut said of CBS... Face the nation on Sunday that half a dose is just as effective as a full dose. So why are we giving a full dose then? No shit. <laughs> like why? Why did we determine the the full dose amount yeah. if a half a dose is just as effective? Yeah. Um, let's see. We know that the Moderna vaccine giving half of the dose to people between the ages of eighteen and fifty five two doses, half the dose, which means exactly achieving the objective of immunizing double the number of people with the doses we have. Salou said. I like how he has to. Be very clear on what yeah, it means. Right. If we cut the dose in half, yeah. that means we can double the number <laughs> yeah, yeah, of people. Yeah, giving half of the dose to people between ages of 15, we will have more. Two doses, half the dose, which means exactly achieving the immunizing double the p- number of people. Yes, very sp- Like he's speaking yeah, to total right, idiots. Yeah, they, they need to bring out Count Dr- Dracula. Yes. Two, ab- two vaccines. Yes, oh, oh, oh. absolutely. With vaccines in short supply, Salou said, cutting the vaccine doses in half was a more responsible approach that would be based on facts and data. Again, if there's the, the facts and data are there, why didn't they make them smaller doses to begin with? Exactly. Salou later said on CNN that the FDA will decide if the current 100 microgram dose will be cut in half with another half dose following 28 days after the first. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention on Saturday said it had administered more than 4.2 million first doses of COVID-19 vaccines and distributed more than 13 million. But initial goals from the federal government estimated 20 million would be available before the end of 2020. A little behind the... the yeah, yeah, a little bit. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, the first in the U.S., was approved by the FDA for emergency use authorization on December 11th. The FDA on December 18th also approved Moderna's EUA request. Both are already being distributed. Moderna said its data showed their vaccine was 95% va- effective in its late-stage clinical trial, the same as Pfizer's. The Moderna vaccine has developed in conjunction with the Trump administration Operation Warp Speed. A key advantage of Moderna's vaccine is that it does not need sub-zero storage like Pfizer's, which needs to be stored at negative 94 degrees. That's really cold. That is really cold. A third vaccine, one developed by AstraZeneca and researched at Oxford University, was approved December 30th for emergency use in Britain. Britain on Monday became the first country in the world to begin administrating the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Relevant information, relevant information. Um, it says uh, governors will eventually have the final say on who gets the vaccine first. Um, so far, though, thousands of healthcare workers across the U.S. have refused to get the COVID-19 vaccines 
Up to half of healthcare workers in one California county and a Texas hospital say they will not get the shot. 60% of nursing home staff in Ohio are turning down the jab. The jab and 40% of frontline workers in L.A. won't get it either, polls reveal. Are they saying why? Are they giving any reason why? Is it because they don't trust them like we don't trust them? Well, there is a separate article that this links to that I can read. It says here, uh, vaccine to ward off the SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID-19 was said to be the panacea for the pandemic. But the rapid development of the vaccines, along with early reports of side effects, some serious, has put people off of taking them, including those on the front lines. I don't want to be a guinea pig, Sheena Bumpus, a certified nursing assistant at a home in Duncan, Oklahoma, told the New York Times. Since then, thousands of healthcare workers across the U.S. have refused to get the COVID vaccine. Up to half of healthcare workers in California County and Texas hospitals saw that, said that they will not get the shot. Mm. Um, it says the LA Times, a St. Elizabeth Community Hospital in Tehima County, fewer than half of the 700 hospital workers eligible for the vaccine were willing to take the shot when it was first offered. Um, let's see here. Most of them say they don't want to be a guinea pig. They don't want to take it until they see the full side effects and long-term effects, which is what people with common sense would say. Gee, I can't imagine why. Yes. So that's interesting. Um, I'm surprised that ho- hospitals haven't come down and Force attempt to. to mandate that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I had seen an article. Uh, this came out a couple weeks ago, actually, that said that um, military personnel were not going to be um, were not being forced to take the vaccine either. That's kind of surprising to me too, because I I know all the vaccines that are forced on military people. I got a slew of vaccines when yeah. I went through boot camp. You just lined up in a line and um, walked down through a line of doctors as they stuck your arms over and over and then dropped your drawers and you got stuck in the ass with one. And um, it wasn't pleasant. So, And I have no idea what I got stuck with, to be honest. They don't tell you. They're just, just like, here, st- stick, well, stick, stick. Um, it's like, something. don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry. Yeah. So, but what does that tell you about the vaccine, though? I yeah. mean, if they're not forcing it on health care workers and they're not forcing it on military, um, people, there are people that are unsure that Fauci even got it. You know, mm. or, you know, other doctors or even the president, Obama, who said he'd take it on camera. Hasn't taken it on camera yet? No. Huh. So, Interesting. You know, again, I and I think, did you share something earlier today about the um, the makeup of the vaccine? A, do- a doctor had, had said something about how it, it changes the DNA. Uh, somebody else did in our forum. Yes. And it was interesting. Yeah, I read that. And I it, read through a little bit of it. So I, yeah. I don't know exactly what all it said, so I don't want to get too into it. But yeah. yeah um, it's not like a typical vaccine from right. what I read. It, it it changes your RNA, RNA. or your DNA. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, and so, yeah, so the true, like, long-term effects of this, I mean, again, changing someone's RNA, yeah. their genetic makeup, you know, you, you don't know how it's going to affect anything yet. So yeah. I, I just yeah. am not on board. And you get all these people that are like, oh, it's... Because we push back and say, we don't know what the long, long-term effects are, and people push back against that. It's just like... You don't know what the long-term effects are. You can't say that they right. do because it's been, what, six, eight months since they started working right. on this. You can't say that you know what the long-term exactly. effects are. Nobody you, knows. No, right. no. It's like uh, um, asbestos. Nobody knew that right. was going to be yeah. deadly until, what, 20, 30 years later. And right. then like, oh, shit, we should probably stop using this stuff. Yeah, as a, as a healthy 45-year-old male... I'll roll the dice on COVID any day mm-hmm. besides before I get some vaccine that I don't know what the right. hell it's going to do to me. Yeah, yeah, same here. 
So, but we're horrible and we want to kill grandmas for saying that. Oh, so, of course. So, yeah. Um, we'll see where that goes. I mean, it, it has not gone without its problems, like administering this thing. You got people pushing back, you got um, the side effects, like you read, and um, that's going to just make people push back even harder. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I keep seeing all these random posts that are like, hey, they're going to start banning travel or start. Right doing this or that it's like did well, you post something with like different colored masks or uh, something? yeah somebody somebody else had posted that too i'm not sure because there was a phone number on it to call it was like wear blue masks if you're not vaccinated and red masks if you are or something like that and there was all these uh restrictions in that city or state or whatever underneath that if you weren't vaccinated you were restricted on traveling and quarantining and stuff like that but then there was a number to call and i tried calling that number and it just want to oh so it may not nothing be. so it okay. might not be a real thing so so yeah um still a scary thing and they're talking like some people are suggest suggesting making it mandatory to vaccinate your kids before they'll go back to public school so I saw shit that. Pull yeah. them, put them in homeschool homeschool right? all day homeschool. long yep absolutely until they make that illegal well and i had told you the other day i thought i saw an article and i haven't been able to find it again where it said that they were passing a bill that we're going to allow Kids to be vaccinated without parental consent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fuck that. Yeah, could you imagine your kids at school and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna give you guys a COVID vaccine today." No, um, we're we're gonna fight. Those are fighting words right there. Absolutely. We're gonna have issues really, really damn yeah. fast. Nobody's gonna stick my kid without my consent. So, right. so let's let's keep pushing. Let's move on. So we talked about in the intro. Big day coming up. Actually. When you guys are hearing this, the big day is today, January sixth, yes. Wednesday, January sixth. So listen to this before you do anything else. Yes, don't <laughs> don't turn on the news. Listen to this yes. first, and then see how how um, everything played out afterwards. So, um, the reason why everybody's looking at January sixth is because what was it like ten days ago? Donald Trump came out with his tweet that said like, um, uh, "I'll see you." In D.C. on January 6th. Right. And he was basically like, uh, more details to come. Right. Or, yeah, get get ready for, for some big stuff happening yeah. on yeah. January 6th. He, he didn't really say much. He was just like, more details to come. None right. of the details have come out yet. No, no. But that's what he said. Be that, ready for January 6th. That's what Trump 6th. does. He's a promoter. And <laughs> at the same time, he promoted... Um, a rally or protests, or he he called all his supporters yes. to come yeah. to D.C. Yeah. And that sounds like it's going to be utter chaos yeah. when that happens. Because um, you had sent me the article that even the D.C. mayor is calling in the National Guard to ha- help handle this. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, the, the Proud Boys are planning to attend this um, event, obviously, because... Trump gave them the dog whistle or whatever, told them to stand back and stand by. Well, this must right. have been what they were standing by for, according to all the people that um, would like to believe that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but the Proud Boys, that what's what's really going to get crazy is the Proud Boys are talking that they're going to come all dressed in black, dressed like Antifa, so you can't tell the difference between Antifa and the that Proud Boys. Sounds really dumb to me. Yes, yeah. I think you're asking for some trouble. Yeah, because. Um, if something pops off, then um, they're immediately going to look at. They're not going to know who to look at because yeah. usually it's pretty clear who started something. But if everybody's dressed the same, it's going right. to be really hard to tell. Maybe yeah. that's what they're going for. 
Maybe, but then it's like, you know, how how do we know that some somebody who's Antifa starts some shit and then they're like, oh, I'm a proud boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just asking for trouble. So. Yeah, exactly. It could go either way. It says members of the far right group, the Proud Boys, will attend Washington, D.C. rallies for President Trump on January 6th incognito with leaders of the group saying they will dress in all black to mimic the attire of the anti-fascist groups and counter-protesters. I like how they don't say the words Antifa in here. They just right. call them the anti-fascist groups. Right. The group is known for its signature black and yellow clothing during rallies and protests, where they typically appear in large groups. The group's chairman, Enrique Torrio, announced on social media the group members might dress in all black for the occasion. Additionally, members of the group will likely branch off into smaller formations to remain incognito. Thousands of people are expected to gather in the district on Wednesday for at least four planned pro-Trump rallies protesting the certification of President-elect Joe Biden. Protests will be underway as Congress convenes to count the electoral votes approved by the, the House in December. Both the president and his supporters have repeated unsubstantiated claims of mass voter fraud resulting in Biden unfairly winning in 2020 election. A claim former Attorney General William Barr and several intelligence agencies denied had any effect on the election's outcome. So, yeah, they're protesting all the stuff we already know happened. Yeah, uh, the contested I, election, unsubstantiated claims of mass voter fraud, which I don't think they're up since unsubstantiated. I think they just yeah. can't find the smoking gun. Right. Or maybe they haven't. They just haven't released the smoking That's gun true. yet. Um, I have a little bit more information here. Go for it. Uh, it says January 6th rally is actually a collection of several smaller rallies in addition to a semi-official Trump campaign gathering headlined by the president. The demonstration is meant to pressure congressional Republicans into refusing to certify Joe Biden as winner of the presidential election. Rally goers count it, contend that Biden won the election only through widespread fraud, an allegation that does not appear to be born from evidence. Several Republican members of Congress, both the House and the Senate, say they are prepared to refuse to certify the Electoral College vote until a 10-day speed audit can be conducted in states of that are being contested such yep. as georgia pennsylvania michigan bowser who is the mayor bowser like from mario brothers you know i did not make that connection but yes wow. that's correct mm. uh so if there's any plumbers on hand that need to come <laughs> help um especially bowser, of italian descent <laughs> exactly uh bowser who did not call out the national guard to handle planned protest outside the white house during the republican national convention Protests that eventually turned violent, even targeting a sitting U.S. senator, appears to believe Wednesday's demonstration will be dangerous. According to a U.S. defense official, Mayor Muriel Bowser put in a request on New Year's Eve to have Guard members on the streets from the 5th to the 7th to help with protest. The official said the D.C. National Guard members will be used for traffic control and other assistance, but they will not be armed or wearing body armor. That sounds... Smart? Maybe. Not smart. <laughs> Not smart. Uh, that was sarcasm. <laughs> Congress is meeting this week to certify electoral college results, and President Trump has refused to concede while whipping up support for protest. Uh, about 115 guard troops on duty um, at one time in the city. Uh, guard members will be used to set up traffic control points. Um, police officers will also be set up to be on hand. Um, uh, Bowser just stopped short of acting for asking for active duty. Um, 
Bowser said she will not allow people to incite violence, intimidate our residents, or cause destruction in our city. Well, that's a first. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically. I mean, they were fine with it. Right. Yeah. During the George Floyd protest. But now right. now that it's a protest yeah. um, on the other side of things, on more of the right side protests, she's stepping up and being like, oh, um, we're, we're not going to allow this in our city. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, such a double standard. Um, it is. Because it it's coming off, in the article I read, it was coming off that it was all, like, the Proud Boys and all this stuff, and then the anti-fascist groups were the counter-protest, and you know it's all just going to be a shit show on Absolutely. both sides. It's not going to be like, oh, we're just here to... Um, to keep these guys calm down right. or, or what have you, or, or bring peace. I w- I'm curious to know if any, uh, you know, if Antifa or Black Lives Matter has come out and said they're going to counter protest yet. I, I'm sure they, I'm sure they will. I haven't read any articles, but I'm sure it's going to happen. So we have that to look forward to. That kicking off January 6th and all the fun stuff that's going on. That's the public side of it. That's what we will see like on camera, but what we don't see is all the stuff that's going to be going on that they're protesting or like out in support of. And right. like you mentioned, there is um, the Senate whether or not they're going to overturn the um, right. uh, the certification of the electoral college votes. Right. And so we're going to get more into that in the second half and talk more about. Um, that stuff we we got a little more here um do you think this is going to do you think that he's going to get as many supporters out in full force as he's thinking i know he called for like everyone and he he's kind of wanting to like make it i don't know if it's an intimidation tactic or just to be like look at all these people out here clearly i didn't lose look at all the people that came out to support me yeah no i i i think he is going to get the numbers he thinks Mm -hmm. i really do i think everybody's looking at this as the last the last ditch effort here, and um, I'm surprised how many people, as we talked earlier about, they, they feel like he's pulling a he's going to pull a rabbit out of the hat. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like, you know, he's God or, God's ordained, um, you know, like savior of the yes. United States, and God is going to lift him up and defy the odds, and right. he's going to end up becoming president. And there's people that are willing to fight for that. Yeah, willing to die on that hill, basically. There are, um, but some of the things like Trump has said. The reason why he had to have won these states or or won this or the reason why he couldn't possibly have lost is because look at his rallies and he got like 30,000 people out for his rallies. I don't, That's numbers I'm pulling. Yeah. That's not necessarily the numbers he got. But, oh, he got so many more people out to his rallies than Biden did, so clearly he won. And so that's why I say um, he's going to look out the window and be like, look at all these people. I obviously won because look at all my supporters. Right. Well— the the thing is you look at the the split difference between Trump supporters and Biden supporters most of the Trump supporters were the get out we don't care about the the mask right. laws we don't yep. care about the restrictions all yep. that stuff they're they're the ones that were voting in person they're the ones going to the rally so you can't look at just sheer numbers of rallies and right. say well this is indicative of what the votes would okay. reflect, you know? This yeah. this should reflect the vote. That's not how it no. works. You you can be as charismatic as you want and yeah. get all these people out to see you, but that doesn't mean you're getting all the people, all the votes, too. Right. That's yeah. just not how it works. 
No, and like you said, I mean, there is a large, a, a probably larger than we think uh, population that are afraid of COVID, mm-hmm. who wanted to make sure their vote was heard, who probably blamed Trump for some of the things that happened during mm-hmm. the virus, and they mailed in their votes, and it, that's what overcame the people going to the voting booth. And tr- uh, Biden wasn't even really doing rallies, so obviously Trump's going to have more people at his rallies if Biden's not doing rallies. Yeah. I mean, do I think... Biden is charismatic enough to pull in that many votes, like more votes than Obama even pulled in? No, I don't. I do think there's something there. But his reasoning, well, clearly I won because look at my rallies. That right. that just doesn't add up. Yeah. And that's what, I again, I think is his reasoning for trying to pull all these people to D.C. to be like, hey, look, I got 50,000 people out here supporting me, or 2 million people out here supporting me. 2 million doesn't add up to... Right. Winning an election either way. And and again, you know, Trump's a businessman. He's not a politician. And so he doesn't look at those numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, he looks at the turnout and you just can't do that in an election. Right. Right. So do I do I think the election fairly went to Biden? No, I don't. Yeah. Do I think Trump really has a leg left to stand on? No, no, I don't. And I think in the end, if this push continues um, it's going to be irreversible. It's going to cause some long-term damage. That, yeah. unless unless there is a blatant smoking gun that turns around and puts all like the the people that supposedly stole the election and throws them all in jail, um, I think he should just like give give up, man. You know, right. like what what do you got left to stand on here? Like what are we we're grasping for straws here? Right. No, I agree. I think he's going to cause more damage. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna split the population even more than they already are, believe it or not, and he's doing it by egging these people on. I I know what he's tr- you know. There's people that are like, well, you know, we don't want to live in a, a republic that has you know election fraud, mm-hmm. and absolutely. But are you willing to again? You know, is Donald Trump the guy that you're willing to die on that hill for? Right. You right. Know? I mean, maybe we should be. I don't know. I like I said, I just haven't seen enough. Of a smoking gun to say, right. well, that's it. He's got yeah. it. And right. you see, like we keep saying, um, people on social media that's like, oh, just wait. Just watch it. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. It's just like – and I even like private messaged guy and I was like, like seriously, wh- what's coming? Like yeah. I'm not trying to be an oh, asshole. I, I want to know what you're seeing yeah. that I'm not seeing. Yeah. What am I missing? No, I know. I've seen a lot of people say that. And he his response was – the first response was the executive order that Trump signed in 2018 that said if there's voter fraud, um, people's assets will be seized, all their property will be seized, and they'll be thrown in jail. It's just like, but yes, that that's an executive order. That's right. what could happen if there is a smoking gun, but that's not the smoking gun. Right. Where's the smoking gun that yeah. allows him to en- enact this executive yeah. order? Um, one of our coworkers today, he was talking about um, – well, there's there's a guy from uh, MIT. He's a mathematician, and he he did the numbers up, and da, 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 and I'm just like, but no court's gonna listen to that. You know, clearly that that's not something that you're gonna get sit down with the Supreme Court and be like, okay, well look at these numbers. And we've gone over the stats, the statistics, yep. and said statistically, it's impossible. This is impossible. Yeah, but nobody's listening to that. Yeah. Um, that evidence has been uh, Sidney Powell's case for the Kraken theory for. Yeah for a right. couple of months now and it's gone nowhere. Yeah. So it's, it's like, what else you got? Because clearly that's not working. Right. And yeah. I, I think, and I wonder if part of that is that, you know, the court, 
doesn't have the technical knowledge to mm. see that that is that that's actual evidence, or do they just not care? Yeah, yeah. are they just like you know it? This isn't that big of a deal, right? Yeah, I'm not sure either. Or is it corruption at all the levels, even the court level? You know, like people are saying, well, right. the courts are even the Trump pretty much padded Supreme Court right. is is corrupt. And right. um, you said you had, we had a coworker today that said, well, we should just do away with the Supreme Court because yeah. they're not doing their job. It's like, what the fuck are you saying? Right. Are you yeah. listening to yourself? Yeah. Right, right. No, don't well, do away and, with the Supreme Court. But then there was someone else saying, well, Trump just needs to put martial law into effect. And then, you know, they can't kick him out of office. It's like, again, do you want that? Do you listen to yourself speaking? <laughs> exactly. We, no, we don't <laughs> want these things. No, this is not good stuff. What, to keep... A, a substandard person is president. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I think he's better than Biden? Yes, but do we want martial law and curfews and 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 our constitutional rights and, taken away and no. the Supreme Court completely shut down? The yeah. Constitution just right. throw the fucking Constitution yeah, right. out the window. To keep one guy just to president? keep Trump in office. Yes, no, I'm sorry that the United States is bigger than Trump. Yes, um, and it, if it comes down to ripping up the Constitution, I'm not going to die on that no. hill. No, no, not at all, ever. So. Um, just this week, though, three days ago, or not three days ago, three days ago for them, but yesterday, these new Trump tapes, aren't you, aren't you tired of hearing the phrase Trump tapes? I mean, I how know. many Trump tapes have we got? We had the, the grabber by the... using tapes. <laughs> yeah, right. We had the, the grab him by the, the pussy Trump tapes yes. for his first election. Yes. We had the Ukrainian Trump tapes that yes, were right. used for his impeachment, yeah. and now we have these new Trump tapes for this phone call that um, Trump made to um, Georgia officials over the weekend. So this is like a day or two old is all. Okay. So this says Trump tells Georgia officials to find votes to defeat Biden in a recorded call. At the surface, this sounds really damning. Absolutely, yeah. With the, with the sound bites they're playing, like CNN and MSNBC mm-hmm. and all the news sources are playing, it sounds really damning. Absolutely, and, and someone I saw posted, they're like, this is bigger than Watergate. It, yeah, if at surface level, yes, if you're just basing it on that soundbite of find me the votes, yes, that sounds really bad. But if you like I listened to a good chunk of the the phone call and I'm going to read some of the transcript and I'll let you all decide. Um, but it's more than just those sound bites. Right. I, I feel like it's being taken out of context. I'm not surprised. No, no, not at all. But this article here is from The New York Post and. Um, this one, which the New York Post we deemed decided was a tabloid, didn't we? Wasn't I that? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So, New York Post says President Trump urged Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to recalculate the election tally in the Peach State to find enough votes to overturn President-elect Joe Biden's win, according to recordings of the heated call published Sunday. Recordings of the conversation were published by the Washington Post and the Atlantic Journal-Constitution just hours after Trump tweeted about the call, griping that Raffensperger had been unwilling or unable to look into claims of voter fraud. During the call Saturday with Raffensperger uh, and his general counsel, Ryan Germany, the president repeated allegations that ballot boxes were stuffed and that he actually won the election. The people of Georgia are angry— the people of Georgia are angry. The people in uh, the the country are uh, angry. Trump said in the tape call, I, "I can't do it. Like, it's getting to the point where it's really hard for me to read a Trump quote without a Trump 
voice. I can't. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're annoyed by it, I'm sorry. It's just really hard. And there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, you know, um, that uh, you've recalculated. There is something wrong with that at face value. Like I said, yeah. there's nothing wrong with saying you recalculated, he right. said. So, uh, sorry, we recalculated the votes, and this is what we came up with. That is pretty damning for him to say that. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I don't know how you explain away that that state that sentence there. Maybe it's right. something um that he you know, he was like kind of talking himself in circles and that came out. Right. No, I could see that. But yeah, there's only two sentences really that they pull out of this. Most of the news sources. That one, uh the recalculated, and um this one that says, So look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we won the state, because he was down by 11,779. So he wants to right. find 11,780, yeah. which would put him one over Biden right. and win the state. He's like, there's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. We won hundreds and thousands of votes. So again, those two sound bites sound really bad. But right. if you read the rest of let me see if I can find it. The rest of the transcript, um, it says more because it's him just talking in circles about um, all the different things, all the allegations that we've been talking about for months now that everybody is saying. So he's right. just repeating all the all the things that they've all been saying. So I'm not – obviously, it was an hour-long phone call. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Hour long? Yeah. Hour-long phone on call. The phone with Donald like, Trump God, for an hour? shut the fuck up. <laughs> so he says – the number of things we have at least two or three hang on let me blow this up a little we have at least two or three anywhere from 250 to 300,000 ballots were dropped mysteriously into the rolls whatever that means much of that had to do with Fulton County which hasn't been checked we think if you check the signatures a real check of signatures going back in Fulton County you'll find at least a couple hundred thousand of forged signatures of people with that who have been forged, and we are quite sure that's what's going to happen. Another tremendous number. So when you look back at where he's saying, find the votes, find right. the 11,780 votes, right. then you look at this sentence where he's saying, hey, there's um, anywhere from 250 to 300,000 ballots that were mysteriously dropped. Right. And then he's saying, check the signatures. I think you'll find that some are forged. We're talking about finding votes there, not right. illegally just right. like, oh, poof, out of— out of thin air, we van we right. happen to find votes. No, he's talking. Go back through the numbers, look for through the forged ballots. Maybe we can find votes. Well, and and through forgery again. What and we've talked about this. This is a presidential vote. Why are they not going through and matching the rolls with mm -hmm. the signatures? You know, especially something this contested. It's just like exactly. Yes, it's going to take time, but what's it really going to hurt? What's exactly. It, what's the worst that happens? It proves him right. wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Say no. You know what? We went through and um we. We couldn't find anything, Mr. President. I'm sorry. You know, you're wrong. Okay. Well, I'm, at least thanks for checking. Mm -hmm. You know, says we had at least 18,000. That's on tape. We had them counted very painstakingly. 18,000 voters having to do with so and so. It redacts her name. Says she's a voter, a vote scammer, a professional vote scammer and hustler. That is, that was the tape that's been shown all over the world that makes everybody look bad. You, me, and everybody else. Where they got number one, they said, they said very clearly. It's really hard to read him because he doesn't speak very good no. English. No, he does not. It's been reported that they said there was major water main break. Everybody fled the area, and then they came back. Her daughter and a few people. 
There was no Republican poll watchers, actually. There was no Democrat poll watchers. I guess uh, they were them, but there was no Democrats either. So it was just her and her daughter that came back, apparently, according to Trump. This is talking about their water main break. Oh, okay. Place. I was going to say, is this that Stacey Abrams who... Probably redacts the name, so it's she, he's. Yeah. they're not releasing the name. Okay. So it says, there were no... Um, it says, and there was no law enforcement late in the morning. They went early in the morning. They went to the table with the black robe and the black shield, and they pulled out the votes. Those votes were put there are a number of hours before uh, the table was put there. I think it was, Brad, you know, it was probably eight hours blah 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 or seven hours before and it was and then it was stuffed with votes so it's talking about the the things we saw where uh the votes got stuffed you're calling me bill i just noticed that why are you calling me on messenger i think i did so he's just talking about all the talking points that we've mentioned yeah that looks fishy all the videos of where it looks like they're stuffing ballots where it looks like they're kicking out some of the poll watchers he's talking about those things and he's saying He's he's bringing up all these actual numbers because this next one he says the other thing dead people so dead people voted and I think the number is close to five thousand people says the bottom line is when you add it all up then you start adding you know three hundred thousand fake ballots then the other thing they said in Fulton County and other areas blah 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 then he goes on to say the thing about the eleven thousand seven hundred seventy nine. And talks about like finding votes, right? So, again, it looks very damning to just say, "Hey, go find me eleven thousand seven hundred eighty right. votes." Yeah. But when you look at the rest of the conversation, where he says, "There's five thousand at least dead voters," there's several thousand um, that he thinks forged signatures. Right. There's two to three hundred thousand stuffed ballots that he's saying. So, if all the stuff is is suspicious. He's saying, go back and look at this and find yeah. votes among this suspicious right. stuff. Right. He's not saying, hey, just make votes appear. Right. Yeah. The the one fishy thing that I didn't get to the part of the conversation where he says uh, that first line, which, what was that first one that I said sounded really damning? Oh, have, uh, just, uh, it, it, there's nothing wrong with saying that uh, you recalculate it. Oh, right, yeah. Right. That sounds yeah, sketchy. right, that does. But if you go out... And run the numbers, find the fraud, find the numbers, and recalculate then. Then, yes, that makes sense. But that's, I mean, for him to be like, there's nothing wrong with saying you you recalculated. Right, yeah. There's, it'd be different if he said, there's nothing wrong with recalculating, like going back and doing this and getting recalculating. But right. that, that sounds sketchy. Right, yeah. And that's probably just the way his mind was working. Yeah, like he's moving, you could tell on the phone, he's moving a million miles right, an hour. Right, yeah. So... It'd be hard for him to get coherency out. It was yeah. hard for me to read right, yeah, that transcript because it was hard for him to get coherency yeah. out. So, do is I mean, is this that damning? Is that I mean, is no, this is not. this worse than Watergate? Do you no, think? No, again, they're not. Very few sources are reporting on the full right. Uh, well, transcript. it's the same thing with what he said in the uh, when you know when he was talking about very fine people on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just being twisted again. So, I had one. Um, I always get my share of lefty friends on Facebook that are screaming their side. Actually, both sides. I mean, it's not yeah. just lefties, but no. this in particular is a lefty um, talking about. Um, this whole instance, and she says, Trump should be put behind bars. 
there is now a recording of him pressuring the Georgia Secretary of State to find votes. I seriously do not understand how anyone can support such a crook. Yeah. Behind bars. I mean, again, are we looking at the whole transcript? Because the whole transcript right. doesn't scream behind bars. Yeah. I think his his Ukraine conversation was more damning than right. this one. Uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe even his grab by the pussy conversation <laughs> might have been more damning than this one. But um, I, I don't see this as um, yeah as the thing that puts Trump behind bars. I don't at all. No. So my question, though, is because you get people that are like actual people of power that are saying we need to bring charges against Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There are people saying I actually read a a tweet that said, is it too late to uh, impeach him a second time? So my question is, why? Yeah. (laughs) If you're so sure that he won the election. Right. Why impeach? Why why charge him? Why impeach him? Why why well, any of this? I mean, there's he, people that want him thrown in jail no matter what. Yeah, I I understand that, but that of all the shit that's going on right now, it's like let's take all the resources and impeach the man again, or bring right. charges against him again. You yeah. think this is a sure thing in the bag? Why why yeah. now? It's like, are what are they afraid of? Are they afraid something's going to pop up on yeah. t- January sixth today in listener land? Are they afraid that? This I, might get overturned? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a part of them that, that are nervous about it. I mean, that, you know, who knows? Because who knows? You know, you can't really predict unless unless there are solid deals in place, mm-hmm. which, you know, is very possible. That's how politics works. Right. You know, Supreme Court could be like, oh, you know what? Let's take another look at it, you know? Or, you know, the, the uh, AG of Georgia could be like, you know, let's, let's go ahead and let's count everything hand by hand. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Unless there's that, you know, and unless there's some deal in place where they're like, you know what, if you don't do this, you could be up for, um, you know, ambassador of, of yeah, Ireland next, you know. <laughs> That'd be a badass place to be ambassador right? No doubt. So, you know, so, but I'm sure there's deals like that in place. Yeah. yeah, why, yeah. Otherwise, why isn't Republican leadership make, squawking even louder? Yeah. Why don't they have Trump's back? Yeah, I'm not sure. But again, like, what what are they worried about that? Um, that they would even care to pursue charges of this, that they would even care to pursue, like, making a big deal of making an article yeah. about this, that making any deal of this conversation at all, if they're so sure they're going to win. I mean, yeah. shit, Sidney Powell, the the freaking Kraken theory lawyer, she's basically been shut out of the... Oh, yeah. Out of the president, out of the White House circle. Like, yeah. she has... No contact anymore with the the president, as far as I've read. Right. Um, he's lost before the electoral college uh, certified their vote, or not certified, but made their vote back in December. Yeah. He had already lost fifty nine freaking court cases and lawsuits in different states. Right. Yeah. It's like he's he's lost everything that he's pursued so right. far, and they yeah. everybody is saying this is a done deal. Absolutely. Even his other lawyer, that Lynn Wood guy. He's just basically turned into a nut job oh, this yeah. last week. Yeah. Like, we got some stuff about him. He's even calling for Vice President Trump to be put in front of a firing squad. Like, yeah. what? whose side is he even on anymore? Right. Yeah. Well, and I saw something about, uh, you know, 10 defense secretaries came out and, and said, told Trump it's over, and he needs to just take it. That Dick Cheney came out and told Trump that it's over. He just needs to deal. Yeah, well, um, Mitch McConnell congratulated. Oh, and- yeah. 
But the funny thing is Mitch McConnell is also put putting holding the stimulus check for ransom for right. like the election fraud right. stuff that he's just playing both so, sides. So yeah, he's playing both sides. Yeah. But back to um that Lynn Wood guy, he he's one of because Sidney Powell's out, so that leaves Lynn Wood. Um but he was coming out and just went on like this crazy Twitter rant yeah. this last week calling even Justice Roberts out, saying he was responsible for Scalia's death because yeah. um apparently Roberts said something about a predecessor for Scalia before his death. So he's like, what did you know? Right, like, yeah. Like, basically accusing of uh, having something to do with his yeah. death. I, I have the Linwood thing here. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. All right. It says, in a string of New Year's Day tweets, Atlanta attorney Lynn Wood labeled Republicans as traitors and called for the arrest of Vice President Mike Pence, who he said would face a firing squad. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wood has stood by President Donald Trump in Trump's battle over his presidential election. His tweets touch on the next act in the election drama, in which Congress meets on Wednesday to certify the election college, electoral college results. Trump has called for a massive protest that day. Republicans in the House and Senate have said they will object to certifying the results. As Vice President, Pence will preside over the joint session of Congress that is called for the certification. Wood began his tweets... Um, it says, Linwood, wow, Mike Pence, announces on New Year's Eve that he no longer plans to pursue career in politics. Guess all those who said he is an egomaniac wolf in sheep's clothing focused on a run in 2024 were wrong. Good call, Mike. You are not fit to be president anyways. Um, he then called on Trump to rid himself of high-ranking officials and issued several tweets with the theme of cleaning out the White House to focus on Republicans he considered traitors. I pray that real Donald Trump starts cleaning up the mess in our country very soon. In order to clean up the mess in our country, he just first cleaned up the mess in his house, the White House. I pray that the president fire, fires firing Ray, Haspel, Rawson, Meadows, and Cliponi now. Um, so he's calling out a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. It says, uh, time to clean up house in 2021. Let the military lock them all up. Oh, shit. The crime is treason. They are traitors. It must be done if our country is to survive and once again serve as a bright beacon of hope that provides hope of freedom on, in, in the day. Um, it says, um, these uh, groups aspire to the goals of communism, a ruling elite and an oppressed class of people who exist to serve those in power. When arrest for treason began, put Chief Justice John Roberts, VP Mike Pence, VP Mike Pence, and Mitch Connell at the top of the list. So what this sounds like to me is, because, again, this guy was kind of helping to spearhead the Kraken yeah. case with um, Sidney Powell. And it sounds like it. there's not a lot of hope left if he's just going completely off the rails yeah, like this. It, because it sounds like he is. He, he's like, lost all professionalism yeah. whatsoever that right. he, he's he might gone have had. full Scarface. Like he's standing out there with the Tommy gun, <laughs> you know, and he's just lost it. Yeah. So, like I said, um, it's hard to imagine that there is a chance, and it's hard to even understand why people on the other side would even care about this phone call. Right. When it, it just appears to be so far gone that yeah. even the the lawyers that everyone had so much faith that they had so much information. Even Sidney Powell released her 250-page binder right. or whatever, and it was just basically yeah. a lot of speculation. Right. It was all the stuff that we've been talking about, but there was no – apparently no smoking gun in it. Right. Otherwise, 
we would have heard about it. Right. So, and then this uh, Lynn Wood guy has just gone completely off his rockers, who yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. He also accused Justice Roberts of a, um, a child pedophilia. Right. Like he said, he adopted two girls from Jeffrey Epstein, and he said Jeffrey Epstein's alive. What? Yes. What? That was the other thing. That's what I'm saying. Holy shit. I mean, if any of this stuff is true, and the the crazy thing is in his his Twitter post, he said, um, Justice Roberts, you must have missed uh, the section uh, in your training in slander. He's like, if if I'm saying something wrong, you basically, he's like, you would be suing me for slander right now, but nobody's suing me for slander, so that means obviously what I'm saying is true. Oh, shit. He has gone completely, like, they're calling him, like, completely QAnon conspiracy level. Yeah. And, if there's something to this, let's pursue this shit. Great. Right. But it's just like, it just seems like he's completely like throwing grenades like suicide bomb right, right. now yeah. because he has no other option. It's like a kamikaze pilot. Right. Like trying to take down everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is what we said we thought Trump was going to do right. on his way out. Yeah. Right. So maybe he just left that to Lynn Wood because <laughs> it sounds like that's what Lynn Wood's doing. Wow. So yeah, a lot of craziness there. Um, we could do almost a whole episode on that. I just want to mainly just saying all this stuff to say, are they really scared? Right. I mean, are they scared? Is this stuff that I, they're saying are they legitimately scared of this stuff? I, I think that I think there are they are scared. Yeah. I think they are. You think so? I do. Because we do have we're gonna get into break here in just a minute. Um we do have what seems to be the last ditch effort of Trump and um taking this to the Congress because Congress votes on um, whether or not to certify, like right. we said, the electoral college votes, and it seems like this is the final stand. Yeah. And from what it looks like, from what we can see in the public, it doesn't look like there's anything there that's going right. to change anything. Right. Yeah. But for for them to still be throwing out all this accusations against Trump, it's like, well, we maybe we're missing something. Maybe something will happen right. on the six. Yeah. We'll see. I guess so. I think we are just going to jump right into break because then I, I want to transition into that, that okay. the Congress stuff and how that's going to look or what what they're hoping it looks like, I guess, or if there's any chance and how there would be a chance of that getting overturned sure. and what maybe that would look like for us. So okay. um, let's jump right into break, and then we will get right back into that and um, see what mess we can make, I guess. So here we go. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I asked myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Do you need a hand with video and YouTube content editing and production? Send some love to our newest sponsor, Vanzot Media. 
a freelance video editor and YouTube content creator that produces a wide variety of content such as audiobooks, audio dramas, podcasts, gaming videos, and interviews. Van Zott is passionate about entertainment and dedicated to helping others grow their name and brand. Check them out at facebook.com slash Media. That's V-A-N-Z-O-T Media. Facebook.com slash Media. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me- Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. All right, let's let's just get right into this. Let's do it. Like we said, Trump's still fighting hard. Yep. So he thinks he still has a shot. A lot of people still think he has a shot. And we just want to see, take a look at what that shot might actually be. Like, what is Trump's final stand? What is I that going to look like? would be interested to see myself. Yeah, yeah, me too. So um, I have a few options. I I know the direction they're looking, and so I'm going to kind of – we're going to cover that. And then I guess maybe we'll decide whether or not, based on what we know – If there's a shot. If there's a shot. And I think we've already stated that we don't think there's a shot. So, um, But but let's take a look at some of this stuff and see what this final stand down is going to look like. And um, we're just going to talk about January 6th, which, again, this is today for you guys. So – all this stuff is taking place in real time. Yeah. So um, all this stuff is going to be going on as you're listening to this. Yeah. So maybe um, definitely pay pay attention to um, what's what's coming out of Congress and what's coming out of D.C. today because um, it could be really interesting. If you're listening to this in the morning, maybe um, just flip back and forth. Um, I, I don't think anything's going to come of it like right away, but um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching myself yeah me too I'm i don't curious. usually pay attention too much of what's right. coming out of senate but i'm definitely going to be paying attention yeah. on the six yeah so what what started the whole focus on the six like we talked about the protests are going to happen or the rallies whatever we're calling them um what what initially started it and sparked everyone's interest was this tweet here which we kind of mentioned in the first half but i i pulled it up for you to see um by donald trump back on December 27th. And you said this was a long time ago. That's I thought it was. That's I, how much yeah. has happened in <laughs> the know, last week. This happened the day 2 days after Christmas. Right. Donald Trump tweeted, "See you in Washington DC on January 6th. Don't miss it. Information to follow." Exclamation point. Why haven't you released the information? <laughs> like that's usually just like, all right, he's going to tweet something else. He's right. going to he's going right. to and everybody's just staring just at his Twitter feed like, here it comes, on, here it comes. Here, and you just see like yeah. the typing bar. Yeah. 
Like scrolling <laughs> underneath. Strawberry pop tarts are the best. <laughs> Tom, Donald Trump is typing, it says. Donald Trump is typing. You're like, come on, man. Donald Trump is typing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, shit, come on. And yeah, and then he just pops up. And he's like, did you guys watch that uh, Law and Order episode? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's like, fuck, man. Come How about on. Alec Baldwin's wife? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is a major cliffhanger, but this is what got everybody's attention sparked. And especially the major. Uh, Trump trained people oh, yeah. that are hanging on to again. They think he's going to pull a rabbit. That there's mm-hmm. some magic, you know, thing that he did that you know because he's some master strategist. That all of a sudden it's going to be like, you know, you want the you want answers? No, I want the truth. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh fuck. Yep, yep. They they think it's coming. Yeah. Um, and I I see it all over Facebook. It's oh, just yeah. like yeah. hammer's about to drop, especially right after this. Just like, oh yep. shit, it's coming. The hammer's yep. going to drop yep. down now. Arrests are going to be made. Yep. They're going to perp walk them all, yep. like mobster style, yeah. where where they're just perp walking yeah. everybody. Yeah. And I mean, that'd be great if that's the case. Oh, that would be awesome. It'd be movie of the week. Yeah, but again, I, this is real life. Again, major cliffhanger here, and nothing has happened <laughs> right. since. Yeah, so. Exactly. Let's let's do it already. I mean, he's talking about draining the swamp for right. four years now, and oh, we've yeah. been waiting for that. QAnon has been saying, "Oh, they're going to lock him up and get Mo for for four years now." It's just like, "Oh, it's going to happen," and it's just like, "What are we waiting for? Right. Just, just yeah. fucking do it if you're yeah, going to do it." Exactly. So, um, yeah, we got this tweet. So, again, what's what's taking place January sixth? <laughs> do you think this is like that episode of The Office where Michael promised some big surprise? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And he's like sitting here trying to... I got to, you ice cream. Yeah. And he's just like going through his head and he's just like, I got it right here. It's... Well, what would you do if you were... What What do you think it's going to be? They're like, we, we don't actually think you have a surprise. Nope, I got a surprise. And it's going to be huge. Yeah. And it ends up being a big, giant nothing burger. Yeah. So hopefully that's not the case or... I don't know. I'm I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, I don't care. Like right. yeah. I just want this to be done. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not like pushing this. Like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna flip it because again, that could lead to worse things because exactly. people are going to lose their damn minds if it does happen. So, oh um, my gosh, yeah. Stop yawning. That, and that's one of the reasons why I think the Supreme Court really isn't doing anything. Yeah. Could you could you imagine a court packed by Donald Trump being mm. coming out and be like, yeah, you know what? Um, we're going to reverse this Trump's president. Oh, my God. And uh, all the claims that would be made that he only padded the court just for this situation. Oh, yeah. here? And, and I guarantee that's probably why they are staying out of it, to maintain the integrity of the court. Oh, absolutely. So I've got this article here titled, this is the New York Post. Again, tabloids. You can't can't take anything they say nope. for granted because nope. of the tabloids. Bad boy. Um, but it says, President Trump is set for his last stand. So let me pull this up. So this one says, first of all, it shows Donald Trump. It looks like he's making a white power fist. <laughs> I'm not sure why they chose that image. That's probably not he's wise. doing <laughs> this. Or a black power fist, but for a white guy. Um so it says, with apologies to Mark Twain, reports about the—I de- don't know why they started with that. That's reports dumb. about the death of Trumpism are premature, at least for a few days more. Donald Trump has license to keep upsetting apple carts in Washington. This guy is really trying to sound like really academic and, and scholarly. Yeah, he's trying to sound like a novelist. In the words of the immortal Mark Twain. <laughs> 
Just when it seemed the president was roadkill and about to be abandoned by his own party, growing numbers of GOP members of Congress are signing on to a last-ditch effort to challenge the election results. Because success in any state would require a majority of both House both houses to vote no, so the House and the Senate, they they both have to have a majority to overturn any of the electoral votes. And you they have you to know get that's not going to happen on the House unless something big happens, which who knows? Right. You know, the, the hammer would really have to fall for that to happen. They'd have to have some like eleventh hour shit come out for that to happen. Right? They rip off Pelosi's face to reveal Putin the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Mr. Witherspoon? <laughs> yes. Says the objectors are virtually certain to fail, like we were saying. Yet the swelling ranks of supporters in both chambers signals that it's still Trump's party and that enough of his 74.2 million voters are sticking with him that the polls have concluded it's not uh, politically healthy to go against him. So it's saying um, it's not a good idea at this point to... To turn away from him yet, so st- stay by his side because basically that sounds like what if he does win? Then if well, but, you're one of the votes against him, he's right. going to remember it. Absolutely. But do you think this is like they really believe in him and and so they're fighting for him, or do you think that they have put on a good show because um, they're Republicans? I think that they're trying to keep their Republican support. Right. And- I think that's what it is. I don't think any of them are really that big of Trump supporters because this right. is being spearheaded by uh, Ted Cruz. From, right. And I'll get into that more. Um, but Ted Cruz has never really been a big no, Trump guy. Trump called out Cruz's dad as being mm-hmm. helping kill Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. Never know. Most important, the challengers have more than enough clout to force debates on each side they dispute and to require every member of Congress to vote yes or no on whether to accept the results as reported. So what this is doing is this is make, this is forcing the Republicans to come out and say, you're for Trump or you're against him. This is forcing them to wear it on their sleeves, be right. like, yes or no. And again, if for God knows what reason this gets flipped, you know he's taking down a list. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell said no. Yeah. Um, uh, Ted Cruz said yes. Oh, I, I got your name, motherfucker. You're mine. <laughs> you know you know he's making that list. Yes, I do. Not to keep bringing up office references. It's just my favorite show, so that's the best references I have. Did you ever see the one where Kelly, um, the Indian girl, um, she was getting – they were trying to put her up for – Dwight was trying to put her up for this, like, management um, – this, like, minority training – management training program. Like, mm-hmm. and um, – he was trying to make her his puppet, but then he found out that she wasn't going to be his puppet. So then he tried to get some random Asian dude in his place because he was trying to have some puppet at corporate for it that he could control. And she's just like, um, afterwards, she ends up getting in the training program. And she's like, oh, thank you, Dwight. I, thanks for all your help. I just want to let you know I'll never forget everything you've done for me. Because I never forget. <laughs> he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> so that's what I feel like Trump's going to be like. If yeah. he wins, he's going to be like, I never forget. <laughs> so it, it's it's going to be, this is going to come down to yes or no. Yeah. You know, like, yes, you, you're going to stick with your guns with him at least for another day. Right. Even if this goes bad or no, um, you're just going to turn your back on. Yeah. On. I wouldn't say necessarily on your party, but on a good majority of supporters of the party. Right, yeah. So it says, uh, the development will turn 
what is normally a routine procedural step into a heated battle and marks a major victory of sorts for Trump. It follows weeks where the president and his legal team got almost no traction among elected officials for their claims of widespread voter fraud, largely because court after court dismissed their filings. Claims by lawyer Sidney Powell alleging an international conspiracy involving voting machines drew widespread scorn. Suffering from Trump fatigue and eager to focus on the future, most Republicans simply wish the president would go away quietly. Even Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell congratulated Joe Biden on his victory and urged GOP senators to accept the election result. Scheduled to final certification on Wednesday, which is the 6th. Who um, wrote—oh, this is New York Post. Yes. Gotcha. But in recent days, more and more House members said they would object to the tally, showing Biden getting 306 electoral votes to Trump's 232. Reports say up to 140 of the 211 GOP members would vote no on grounds that result in some states are not trustworthy. Until Saturday, just one senator— uh, Josh Halley from Missouri said he would join them, arguing that some states, such as Pennsylvania, had improperly changed or not followed their election laws, a move that would force both houses to conduct the debate and vote. Suddenly, however, nearly a dozen other senators joined him. So it was just one senator up till last Saturday, week. last right. week. And now at least a dozen of them um, it says issued a Saturday statement saying they too would vote no, Led by Senator Tom, Cr- or Tom, God damn it, every time, <laughs> Ted Cruz of Texas. You're being glib, Matt. You're being glib. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Every time I say his name, it comes out Tom Cruz now. Yes. They, Tom demanded, Cruise on the mind. they demanded that Congress appoint the, an electoral commission to conduct a 10-day emergency audit of states where Trump has charged there were sweeping instances of fraud. So I won't continue into this because I have another article that really kind of breaks down um, – what could happen or what needs to happen if Trump has any chance, one of these things has to happen. So this kind of breaks it down a little more. I just wanted to point out this article here because it it, it just kind of says— Kind of starts things off. Yeah, it kicks it off and says what's going on and explains—it's kind of an opener for this next article. Gotcha. So this next article is titled—I can't even read this. I'm getting so old. It's titled, Five Ways Trump Can Still Win the Presidency by January 6th. That sounds okay. promising. You know? Right, right. Five ways? That sounds like five's a lot. Yes, but when I read these five ways, it's like, no, probably not. No, that sounds like yeah. a stretch. Is one of them aliens? I'm just throwing that out <laughs> I there. mean, that's, that, that's probably one. So this one goes on to start saying... Um, sorry, the 2020 presidential election is not over. The mainstream media has already coronated President-elect Joe Biden with his vice presidential pick, Kamala Harris, after the Electoral College voted December 14, 2020. Um, it says, Napoleon reportedly became emperor of France when he snatched the crown from the pope and put it on his own head. Did Joe Biden do likewise when he snatched the presidential election from Dominion voting machines to crown himself the president of the United States and the leader of the free world? Wow, that is a no big comparison. Doubt. Wow. Right? <clears throat> Says, not so fast, Joe. For now, for now, Trump has not been successful, su- successful in his court challenges. Like we said, he lost at least 59, 60 court cases. Who wrote this article? This is rightwingreport.com. So oh, you know okay. it's gotcha. going to be on that yeah. side. But this one just broke it down the best. Right. So it's not that I'm taking that side. It's just this one really no, broke know. it down. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to scroll down to 
because it says, however, seven states have sent all alternate elector electors to Congress, also known as dueling electors. So you have your electors that are voting one way, but um, you can get like a contested state. Certain individuals will be like, no, we're sending a dueling okay. elector to gotcha. for the state. Okay. Says this means electors for Donald Trump are still in play until January 6, 2021. That's why this is such an important day. Those states are, I bet you are completely shocked in which states those are that are sending dueling electors. Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, mm. Georgia, mm. Michigan, mm. Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, and New Mexico. All the states that right. had the biggest contested, all the, the fraud allegations and all that stuff. It says, this keeps alive the possibility that Congress could endorse electors for Trump in those contesting states instead of Joe Biden. Trump could still win if this happens. So it says, how likely is this to happen, and what is the process to make this happen? First, the process. Here is the process in simplified format. And then it has a, a link where you can see the actual details. So this is just gotcha. a very uh, kind of for dummies breakdown of it. Number one, it says the states must send electors' choice to a joint session of Congress to be counted January 6th. The vice president presides over the session. I feel like that's a conflict of interest, having the vice president— well, Yeah, you would think so. —reside over, or preside over the session, especially when it's an incumbent or, like, right. yeah, yeah. like running for a second term. It says, number two, if there are states that send dueling electors— which there has been, the vice president will call on the session members to see if there are any objections to counting and which of the dueling electors should be considered. Any such objection must be presented in writing and must be signed by at least one senator and one representative. So just because there's dueling elector doesn't mean they have a say. Right. It has to be signed by one of their senators and one of their uh, representatives. Okay. There has been some indication there may be members that will do this. In fact, the Democrats objected to certification in 2017 and 2001 after the 2016 and 2000 elections. Why did they do it in that order? Yeah, <laughs> that, that got really confusing. All. <laughs> Those objections led to hours of debate, debate, although Democrats failed to change the outcome. And if this is the case, both the House and Senate will retire to debate for two hours and make a judgment on objection by a simple majority vote. Both House and Senate must agree on the objections. If there is not an agreement, the objections will not be adopted if Trump does not prevail. Joe Biden then becomes president-elect. So um, I'm not going to read through this whole thing, but what that says is – and it's not like all the the states that have objections, right. they're going to go back and debate. No, Each it's time. the one – because they'll be like, delegate from Vermont, and he'll be like, Joe Biden. If – we get to uh, Georgia, and they're like, there's an objection, and it's a legit where it's signed by the senator and the uh, representative, and it's in writing. They will go for that state behind closed doors and debate for two hours on that one state. Gotcha. And take a vote and see if there's a majority to overturn it, both Senate and House. Then they'll come back, and then they'll go, uh, the delegate from Wisconsin— and they're like, oh, there's an objection. Then they'll go back for two more hours. Okay. So this could be a drawn-out process. Right. What did I say, seven states? Um, yes. About seven states, I think it said. So we're looking at a possibility of like 14 hours of debate yeah. if they all have their ducks in a row and the right. paperwork is there. So that that's why I said 
this could be drawn out past mm-hmm. the six. This could go on for a while now. Yeah. <clears throat> because that's hours of debate. So it says, if there is an agreement on the objection, Congress may either take the Trump electors or throw out the state's electoral college votes altogether. Oh, wow. So they might take the delegate, the the alternate, the dueling delegate as Trump's. Right. Or they might just say, you know what? All your electoral votes get thrown out. They're gone. Wow. So either one of those will dramatically change the election results. So Trump could win an electoral college count outright. Or... Neither candidate gets enough votes because if they throw out the votes, right. yeah, neither candidate out there. could possibly get the 270 oh, wow. votes. So yeah. maybe Trump still only has 232, but if Biden only has 279, he's not the winner because he doesn't right. have the majority of the votes anymore, which would mean the election would be decided in a 12th Amendment presidential election process. So I want to pull up what that a little bit about that because— it doesn't really say much about the 12th Amendment process, so I wanted to see right. what exactly that looked like. So I pulled up the trusted uh, source, Wikipedia. Very nice. Let me scroll down. I thought I had it, but let me scroll down. Okay, here we go. So what the 12th Amendment says <coughs> is basically – so if there's a deadlock and there's not – the 270, right. it goes to this 12th Amendment, which it says a lot about the voting process, but this is a specific sh- section about this here. It's laid out pretty detailed. You're not it, – it's going to go to the House and the Senate, but they're not – now they're not voting on a president, vice president team. Okay. The House is going to choose the president, and the Senate will choose the vice president. So if they're both deadlocked, okay, the House goes away. And the House gets to vote on who be, they choose as the president. Which you know they'll pick Biden. However, the House in the 12th Amendment under the president, the presidential deadlock, it's only one vote per state. So oh. it's not all House members vote. It's gotcha. The, each state has a vote, basically, in the House. So, so that goes in it favor could go of Trump. In, it could go in oh, favor wow. of Trump. On the other hand, however— the vice president is picked by the Senate, and the Senate, each member of Senate, all, like because Senate, there's two senators per state. Both senators get a vote, so it's the opposite. All senators get a vote for vice president. Okay. Which, the way it looks, if tomorrow's um, runoff for Georgia goes the way everybody thinks it probably will, and the Republicans retain control, again, that goes to Vice President Trump. Right. Let's say, for example. I pulled this up, but I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to explain it. Sorry. This is going to get really long if I don't read it. Um, You can look this up on Wikipedia yourself. Let's say, for example, the Senate chooses their vice president, and they vote for for Pence, let's just say, hypothetically. Okay. But um, the House is deadlocked still on president, and they're they're supposed to just keep going back and forth until until they come come up with an answer. If— they don't have an answer by March 4th. It goes to the elected, the Senate elected vice president. He steps in as an interim president because they don't want to go months and months with no president. So it could come down to if if things all line up perfectly or not imperfectly, I guess, it could come down to the House is deadlocked on Trump and, and Biden and Pence is picked by the Senate right. and Pence just steps in as that spot. Wow. So maybe 
that when I read that, I thought it was interesting because maybe that's why what's his nuts? Um, what was that guy's name? The uh, Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood. That's why it. he was calling for uh, Pence to be lined be, up yeah, on a firing squad. Shot. It's like maybe he knows something. Maybe Pence is in on this whole thing, and he's planning to. That'd be to, some shit. Yeah, he's planning to hijack this whole thing. That would deadlock be. the the house. Yeah, and then set it up so he takes the presidential spot. That would be insane on March fourth. <laughs> Bizarre. That w- yeah, that would be some some like. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I, I, I don't, I, I don't see Pence being that guy. I don't either. He um, seems he I, won't even like no go I, into a room with another woman. Right, like right, he doesn't yeah. seem like the moral type. Yeah, I don't see Pence as that type of guy. However, I do think this really brings in some very interesting circumstances where I mean it's very possible things could switch. Mm. So whereas before I was certain. That it won it. It wouldn't. Now, when as you explain things, I'm like, okay, well, shit. There's this, possibilities there. There still is yeah, possibilities. There's some doors open there. So that brings me back to this article of the five ways that Trump could possibly win. Yeah. I just wanted to explain when, because it, all it says is decided in the 12th Amendment presidential process. Right. And I yeah. didn't, I had no clue what that was. And then yeah. when I was reading through that paragraph on Wikipedia, I was like, oh, shit. There, yeah, there's, right. there's things here. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, Trump is favored in this case because the House will vote a one-state, one-vote basis, like I said, of which there are more Trump-supporting states than Democrat-supporting states. Right. So when yeah. it comes down – if it came down to that, there is a chance that, right. that Trump wins. So I think maybe their best – like their Hail Mary pass is just to get some of these votes knocked off, like right. they just discredit states, not even have them flip their votes, right. but discredit the states enough yeah. where – where Congress says, you know what, your votes don't count. Yeah, drop Biden's numbers down to two sixty nine or right. or lower. Yeah, I so can then see it, it would come down to this vote. Yeah, deadlock vote in the House, and Trump wins. Right. Well, and I I remember reading that strategy. It was the Star Wars strategy, remember? Yep, yeah, that was it. That was the Death Star trench that we made yeah. fun of. Yeah. Holy fuck! How did we come back to that? I don't know. <laughs> says, what's the likelihood that that the that the to happen. I don't know who wrote this, but it's really yes. badly. I like the Mark Twain guy better. What's the likelihood this happens? The key will be whether or not both House and Senate agree on the objections. That's the big the big right. thing. Yeah. And like you said, what are, what's the chance that the majority of the House is going to right. flip yeah. on Biden? Yeah. See here, the, it says the current Senate and House member tally. I don't need to see those. Uh, we kind of know right. how they're leaning right now. Right. Even if Republicans lose both Senate seats in the Georgia special elections, with Republicans holding the vice presidency on the date of the objection vote, at least on the Senate side, Republicans are in control. So even if Georgia loses and it splits, it's basically going to split right. the Congress 50-50. Right. But they still got the vice Mike president. Pence as the deciding vote. Right. On the House side, Democrats hold the advantage by about 11 members. Not that many members to flip. The point should be made that in order to flip Democrats, it will take a significant event. Yes, obviously. Yeah. So it goes on to list what events could possibly flip it because it's a snowball's chance in hell that the Democrats are going to flip right. their vote yeah. against right. it. It says, here are five possibilities that could occur over the few weeks running up to January 6th. So this was a few weeks ago. So we have two days for this to happen right. now. <laughs> right. Number one is the Trump legal team and other concerned citizens have cases pending in courts. 
and make it a pro-Trump ruling. We know that's not going to happen. Right. That didn't happen. Out. Says Trump campaign has just filed a petition for a writ of certiorari. <laughs> I don't know what that is. To reverse three Pennsylvania Supreme Court cases that illegally changed Pennsylvania's vote by mail law. Because remember, they changed right. the date that they allowed at yeah. the last, like after the fact. Right. They were like, oh, we'll go and allow through Friday. Right. Yeah. It's crooked as hell. So we don't think that the court cases are going to flip no. because it hasn't yet. Right. Number two, a smoking cannon of election fraud may materialize that could shock the nation into forcing Congress to accept the objection. So smoking gun comes out. If if any of this, like Lynn Wood stuff or the freaking Sidney Powell stuff, actually the hammer drops right. yeah. like everyone is saying, hey, grab your popcorn, it's going to happen. If something like that happens, it may force Congress to be like, look, we can't accept this right. because how can they— in good faith, right. with all this damning evidence right. that we haven't seen yet, yeah. how could they still abs- accept this? Yeah, and that, so that's possible. Yeah. So it's talking like possibly uh, a slew of whistleblowers facing prosecution of corruption that could come forward, so like a plea deal of whistleblowers. Right. That'd be interesting. Military intelligence could expose foreign with domestic help election interference and invoke a national security situation. That would involve significant arrests of sedition and treason. So this that is, would be huge. That that's what we're talking about. Like Trump's uh, his executive order right. came out with two years ago, yeah. and that's what people are pointing at. Like, well, look at this. He's got this yeah. executive order. Well, but something has to happen for him to right. enact that. Yeah, says DNI director Radcliffe told CBS News, China, Russia, and Iran conducting interference in the 2020 election. So. He's come out and said this stuff. Which I have no doubt that there is some of that going on. I don't either. Additionally, recent cyber intrusion has intelligence agency on full tilt and could be relevant in the election. And there's a couple links to different cybersecurity incidences that have happened in the last couple weeks. Right. A series, this one was interesting to me. This, like I said, came out a couple weeks ago. Okay. Series of China proxy war a serious China proxy war starts to cover the tracks of their potential involvement in the global pandemic and potentially election election fraud. What did we just talk about over the weekend? Right, Wuhan. And all this stuff was coming out leak, yeah. about the Wuhan leak. Wow. So I, I don't know about a China proxy war to cover the tracks, but something big might be happening there. It just was interesting that this came out a few weeks ago talking about mm-hmm. them trying to cover their tracks and the pandemic efforts and also potential election fraud. Right. And then just yesterday we talked about possible connections to um, pandemic um, involvement. So, right. so it's got my, it's got my uh, tinglers tingling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's something there for sure. But it doesn't mean anything's going to happen by right. t- the sixth. Yeah. Number three, the third thing. So number one was the courts. Number two was the the hammer dropping, like yes. the smoking cannon. Number three, this one was interesting. Joe Biden, having poor health, may resign, throwing the Electoral College counting process into chaos. Perhaps there would be more legal challenges, but here is what happened in this case. It says, if Biden were not... Uh, this is hard because I don't know if this was like translated from someone else because the English is really poor. It yeah. says, if Biden were to not be available to serve for various reasons, the DNC would have the ability to name a replacement candidate and, presser, and pressure the electors currently committed to Biden to support 
this choice instead as an unelected president. Hmm. So if he were to resign last minute, then they're going to have to say, well, Kamala Harris is president. She wasn't elected as president. Right. She was like as, as vice, vice president, president yeah. but she ran for president and look how far she made right. it. Yeah. She wasn't elected as president. So yeah. it would force it would force a lot of a lot more chaos because now they're trying to push somebody that wasn't right. elected. Yeah. And, and so, I yeah. So that might potentially flip some of the house votes. But again, we have 2 days for Biden to resign for right. that to happen. Yeah, and I I don't we don't see that happening. Number four, having key intelligence into Joe Biden's corruption activities, Trump could force Joe Biden to concede the election. I don't see that happening either. I don't either, but um, if something major came out of his corruption, Trump would have the power, I guess, to force him to concede. But how shitty would that look on Trump? Oh, yeah. I mean— But do we put that past him? Exactly. Yeah. But it'd be Russia all over again. It'd be 2016 all over again for the next four years. Yeah. Um, it says with even a potential pardon as part of the deal. Hmm. So you step down, I pardon you for all all your corruption right. problems. Or I pardon your son. I don't see that happening in two days, but that's no. potential. Absolutely. And number five is a split between Democrats and progressives in the Democratic Party could emerge over appointments Joe Biden is making and over House leadership positions. And recent shift, uh, recent policy shifts away from the far left of a new potential Biden administration. So it's saying maybe the division between the, the Democrats. Cent- centrist Democrats and the far far socialist left yeah. Democrats that might cause enough rift, especially with some of the um, appointments he's making. If they're right. falling more in the center, maybe some of the far left won't yeah. take a side. Or if he's appointing people. Far on the left, maybe some of the people down the center might not take its side. But still— If it was anybody but Trump. Yeah, I was going to say, still, right. would they be like, no? But, oh, okay, this this is interesting. So they're not going to take Trump's side, but it says, would cause chaos in the Democratic Party and gain power with Democratic insiders. It also gives them someone to hate and incite a larger voter base to get even more power in future elections. It said—I can't find where it says it. Oh, here it is. Uh, progressives could abstain from objection votes as as a protest. So it's not necessarily that they're going to vote to flip, right. but they could abstain from the vote altogether. So if they hate Biden and they hate Trump, they could step back and abstain altogether, yeah. leaving Republicans with the majority vote, getting them to flip. But again, yeah. as much as they hate Trump, I can't see them doing that. Right. Unless – I think if they were going to really like rebel against – it would have been before Nancy – was elected as uh, head of house again. Mm, yeah. So, because she she's more divisive than Biden, I think. Right. Yeah, and she we we didn't even talk about that. She got the she got the vote back right. in the house. Yeah. And that that blows my mind. It does mine too. So, there's all that information hmm. on that and like how how there's potential there. Right, right. I mean, there is. There is like, potential, Like absolutely. you said, before we looked at this article, it's just like, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah there's right. There's no way. It's dark. Yeah, you're just reaching. But as you explain things and looking at it, there's enough division out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I absolutely, I could see it going. Do you see, do you think they have like an 11th hour, like ace up their sleeve that they're going to drop the last second? I mean, every... 
every election that we've had, there's always been that that big story that comes out right. like in October, November, right, but that, not typically in January. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Do you, do you think they have something they've been holding on to for this moment? Boy, I, it, if there is, I mean, they're cutting it really close on January 6th. Yeah, it's going to have to be big. It's going to have to be. It'd be have huge. to be massive, and and I mean, I could see. I mean, that's how Trump operates, mm-hmm. you know, on the world stage, everybody watching, he's up there at a, at a rally in DC. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, he pulls it down. And, right. and, and I don't want to give him that much credit. I don't, because I, I don't think he's this master strategist. Yeah. Right. Um, but that, that's kind of how he rolls. I mean, if he's going to pull something, it's going to be while everybody's watching. So the amendment 12 stuff, that we read or talked about, I didn't read it, that we talked about. Yeah. Never since this, like, modern system was formed, really never has um, an objection, like, been voted on. Like, never has an electoral vote been reversed. So the odds are very much not in their favor. But this is also very much not... Uh, precedented. I, I hate to use the word. It's an unprecedented right. um, election. It's the word of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I brought it. I rolled it over into 2021. Yeah, that was I'm very sorry. nice how you brought that um, together. It's not though. It's no, not. It's this not. is not normal. Like like all these articles said, this January 6th thing is supposed to just be a formality. Right. It's like everybody puts yep. on their nice suits. Yeah. Everybody comes in and yep. feels important because yeah. they go through one by one. Senator from Vermont, how do you vote? Right. Or not senator, but delegate. And they're like, I vote for Biden. Yeah. Delegate. And it's their chance to just like. Right. Yeah, that's it. Just be formal. You know, exactly. it's just a formalization. Yep. yep. But here it's turning going to turn into a shit show. It's going to turn yeah. into the fight of the century. Probably. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to go down. I, I hope it, I hope it, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it is a shit show. I hope it does come to the wire. I hope it's the fight of the century. I hope it's everything that we've talked about it being. And no matter which way it goes, I again, I I want all the cracks to be exposed. Right. And that well, that's the whole thing. Like everybody's coming out against like Cruz because Cruz was supposedly, like we said, mm-hmm. he's not a Trump guy. No. And it's like, well, why is he going to bat for Trump now? Right. And why would he want to overturn and like risk democracy as we know it? Like right. this is the threat to our democracy. Even like Mitch McConnell came out and told all was trying to plead to Republican Senate. It's like, you are threatening democracy by moving forward with this. Yeah. But what Cruz is saying isn't necessarily, um, I want to flip this for Trump. He's saying basically what you're saying. If there's something here, right. I want to look at it. Yeah. We we need to look at this. Absolutely. It is, in, it is our duty as representatives yeah. of the American people to look at it. Right. And I've got... Um, as an American... It is much more disturbing to me that our election would be stolen from yeah. a sitting president than it would be that, you know, that Biden would be elected, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I want all that exposed because it also sends, sends president for elections going further. Yeah, like don't that, fuck with us because exactly. we're going to take a look right. at it. Well, we're not yeah. going to let you just do this, exactly. get away with this. Exactly. And that's what it seems like Cruz is saying. And like the guy, hate the guy. Um, I like his stance here because this article here, this is his statement. Because I said that one uh, senator was the sole senator up through last week. Right, Hawley from Missouri. Yeah, to say that he was going to vote against this. But now 
um, this joint statement was released, uh, spearheaded by Cruz. I'm not even going to say his first name because I'm going to call him Tom Cruise. Um, but this is a statement from Senators Cruz, Johnson, Lankford, Danes, Kennedy, Black, Blackburn, Braun, and Senators-elect Loomis, Marshall, Haggerty, and Tuberville. So a lot of the people that are in on this are the new incumbent right, uh, senators in. that just came in. They, they're sitting down for their first session, very first session now. Yeah. So here's the statement. I'm not going to read it all, but I'm going to hit the, high, the, the main points I want to hit. It says, America is a republic who, whose, leader, whose leaders are chosen in democratic elections. Those elections, in turn, must comply with the Constitution and with federal and state law. When, votes fairly, when, when the voters fairly decide an election pursuant to the rule of law, the losing candidate should acknowledge and respect the legitimacy of the election. And if the voters choose to elect a new office holder, our nation should have a peaceful transfer of power. So he's opening up with that. It's like, if it's straightforward election, right. the loser should step down and hand it off. Absolutely. Peacefully. Says the election of 2020, like... The election of 2016 was hard-fought and, in many swing states, narrowly decided. The 2020 election, however, featured unprecedented allegations—there's the word again—of voter fraud, violations, and lax enforcement of election law and other voter irregularities. Voter fraud has posed a persistent challenge in our election, although its breadth and scope are disputed— by any measure, the allegations of fraud and irregularities in 2020 election exceed any in our lifetime. So he's saying whether or not he's like it's disputed how great this is. Either way, it's all the allegations far exceed any right. other Absolutely. election ever. Absolutely. Says those allegations are not believed just by one individual candidate. It's not saying Trump's just being a sore loser. He's right. not the only one saying this. Yeah. He said they're widespread. A Reuters... Ipsos polling tragically shows that 39% of Americans believe the election was rigged. That belief is held by 67% Republicans, 17% of those are Democrats, and 31% of those are independents. So of the 39%, that's the yeah. breakdown. So obviously more Republicans think it. But 17% of them, Democrats, think right. The election was rigged. And that's 30 not, some percent independents. Yeah, it's not saying 17% of all right, Democrats. Right. That's saying 17% of that 39% yeah. are Democrats. Right. And 31% of that number is uh, independent. Right. So that's still 39%. Yeah. That's over a third yeah, that's a of big the number. nation yeah. believes that the election was rigged. So he says some members of Congress disagree with that assessment, as do mem many members of the media. But whether or not our elected officials or journalists believe it, that deep distrust of our democratic processes will not magically disappear. It should concern us all, and it poses an ongoing threat to the legitimacy any subsequent of any subsequent administration. So he's saying there, whether or not you believe it, mm -hmm. because a lot of members of Congress and the media don't believe it, mm -hmm. whether or not you do, it's saying... There's distrust in our process right now, right. and it's not going anywhere. And if you just sweep this under the rug, that's going to affect the legitimacy of future Absolutely. votes, future, future elections, future administrations. Right. Like you said, yeah. if we expose this now, whether something comes of it or whether nothing comes of it, you're setting up for the future to say, 
don't fuck with the elections right. because exactly. we're going to look into it. Yeah. And that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. He goes on to say, um, ideally, the courts would have heard evidence and resolved these claims of serious election fraud. Twice the Supreme Court had the opportunity to do so. Twice the court declined. So he's saying, ideally, we'd send this to the court and they would determine yes or no whether or not it's fraud. But they declined to take the case altogether. So it's coming down to Congress now. So all that stuff, um, like I said, I'm not going to read this whole thing. But we get the point there that he's trying to make. He's not saying, look, I want to flip this for Trump. He's saying... I want to expose the a th- shit. Yeah, a third of the country wants this looked into. Right. I just want to look into it. He's yeah. asking for ten days. Right. That's it. Yeah. Ten days. Yes, it's been a month or two and a half. A month and a half. Month and a half. Right. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. He's asking for ten more days. Um, it'll be two months on the sixth. Okay. Yeah. So two months. Ten days though. Yeah. Of an audit of these disputed states. Yeah. He's saying he's going to object to. The um, the electors, if this ten days isn't met, mm-hmm. once the ten days are met, if nothing comes of it, he's fine with right accepting the results, accepting it. Yes, yeah. he just wants this to to be done, and for the commission to this election commission to do its job mm-hmm. and take it a few days to look at this. He just wants somebody to take a look at it. Yeah, that's it. Right, and, and expose anything or. Or expose the fact that it's all fabricated right. by Trump. Yeah. So But it's a reasonable request. It is. It is. You know, to put to put you know to put reasonable doubt out of everybody's mind. Put our minds at a little bit of ease here. Right. And I mean you're still gonna get the fanatics that are like, Oh, oh yeah. it's still rigged. Right, right, right. But I don't think it's gonna be as high as thirty nine percent if right. you just do the due diligence yeah, exactly. to say let's Compare, look at this. Do do account of the signatures, do mm-hmm. do an audit. That that's all we want. Because mm-hmm. that, they haven't done that yet. Yes. So, I don't know. I, I agree with him. Like I said, whether you hate him or love him, yeah, I, I think he's spot on there. It's like, what, I mean, what less can you ask? Well, and just to, just to give us just a little bit of a show of faith, you right. know, like and, good faith move. And when you, when you, when world, countries around the world think about the United States, they automatically think about the fair, free elections, mm-hmm. right? So when you cast that in doubt, yeah, what does that say about the United States to the rest of the world? Yeah, exactly. Right? What does that say about your process to your own country? Exactly. A third of the country now, or more, is going to say, well, all elections are mm-hmm. bullshit now. Yeah, right. Like, it's all bullshit. Like, how, how can America go in, and I'm not saying that they're not rigged anyways, but how can America go into a country and say we're setting up free election, fair elections for mm-hmm. people— when they can't even do it in their own country. Yeah. Or they can't at least do everything in their power to to prove that this was a right. fair election. Exactly. Exactly. And he's not even saying that there was voter fraud. He's just saying there are a lot of allegations, right. more so than usual allegations of voter fraud. Yeah. And they should be looked at Absolutely. before we say yes or no. That's all. That's mm-hmm. it. And that's what I'm saying, too. I will gladly... Hands down, say Joe Biden won this. If Absolutely. you just yep. take these steps to say, to to take a look at some of these things, because we've taken a look at it for almost two months now, right. and we're still sitting here saying, yeah, it looks something looks shitty here. Right. Yeah, something looks shady. There's some shady go- stuff going on. Show me some evidence that it's not. Yeah. Please do. Well, and the fact that you know nobody wants to take a look at it, even it, it adds to that. Yeah, it and, makes it seem even more shady. Yeah. Well, when. The, <laughs> 
the the more right leaning are the more conspiracy minded to begin with. Right. It's like they're they're going to look for those reasons to to look for a, to mm-hmm. jump on a conspiracy. It's like, well, well, they're 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 hiding something. They're covering something right. up yeah. here because they don't want to look at it. Exactly. So, I mean, you're just adding fuel to the fire by just cover like washing it under the rug and saying, nope, nope, yeah. this is it. So, um, it's just pouring gasoline on it and giving yeah. us more reason to be like. Right. I think something shady's going yeah. on. Yeah. So just you know, take it, take care of it, take the the doubt out of it. Mm-hmm. Do what you know. Just do a ten day you know reevaluation of everything, and then come back and and give the results. Right. You know, sorry, you know, we took the ten days, we did an audit. Everything seems on the up and up. Yep. You know, I did want to talk real quick. There is a trend on Twitter, rev- or regarding this. Hang on, let me let me pull it up. Um, it's the the most ridiculous Twitter trend. Um, hang on. So there's this thing on Twitter that kind of <clears throat> played into this. So this newest trend that is popping up all over Twitter is hashtag President Pelosi. Interesting. Does that make not make you want to just blow your brains out to begin uh, with? Yeah, basically. <clears throat> so. I'm scrolling through some of these. Here I'll here I'll pull these for you to see even. So some of these I mean it's completely ridiculous some of these things. So this says, "Yes, that is correct. We will have a President Pelosi hashtag #President Pelosi" because it says underneath it um, this person says, if the inauguration isn't held on the scheduled date per the Constitution, isn't the Speaker of the House president? No. And Samantha Sturdivant says, yes, that's correct. We'll have President Pelosi. Um, this person says, it is in the 20th Amendment that is held on January 20th. The only thing that can alter it is a death of the president-elect, and then the VP-elect becomes president. If there is an ongoing dispute over president-elect, Speaker Pelosi becomes president. We just dug through the Constitution. Right. The 20th Amendment is if the president is incapacitated and the vice president is incapacitated, and then the Speaker of the House becomes president. But it is laid out very strictly in the Constitution. If something happens, this is what happens it's not it's not going to go straight to nancy pelosi you don't got to worry we don't need to blow our brains out just yet yeah says bye bye trump and his stupid toupee hashtag president pelosi i don't know what that means ted cruz and everyone like ted cruz need expelled from our government how the hell are we supposed to have traitors in our government i don't want to hear any soft peddling on this from anyone they need to go hashtag president pelosi should make it happen now so it doesn't even sound like anybody's really on Biden's side anymore. <laughs> it says President Pelosi can call in the military if necessary to enforce the will of the people. We voted, we counted, we recounted, and we won. Hashtag President Pelosi. We didn't vote for President Pelosi, though. No, Nobody yeah. did. What are they talking about? I don't about? know. Why are they the saying we the vote? people? Well, it basically in line with the same thing. If nothing happens, Pelosi's president. But then this person goes on to say we voted, we counted. It's just like, but you're still saying President Pelosi. Yeah, it's just ignorance. Said that that was in response to this tweet, which says Trump's term term ends at noon on January twentieth. If Trump blocks Biden's certification or inauguration, the Speaker of the House assumes the presidency, and President Pelosi will call in the military if necessary to enforce the will of the people. We voted Trump out. Period. End of story. 
So again, again, there are rules in place that are going to block this. Yeah. Like here's a list of the people in line for it. And that <laughs> it just that doesn't mean that really doesn't mean anything because yeah. the 12th amendment says that this will get taken care of. And if anything, if nothing happens and it's deadlocked completely, Mike Pence is probably going to be president. Right. So there you go, people. <laughs> Yeah, you, you want Trump out that bad? Maybe we'll just have Mike Pence for president. Yeah. It's not going to be President Pelosi. That's no. not how this shit works. And yeah. maybe I'm wrong. If you're a constitutional lawyer or a expert, let me know that. Call me out. Let me know I'm wrong. But we just read, or we didn't read. I read through the Twelfth right. Amendment and I explained yeah. it how that process works. Like you said, that the Twentieth Amendment is a totally different phenomenon. Yeah, it's so. if. There's incapacitation. It's right. n- has nothing to do with with the election. And nobody's saying that. There's n- Trump can't block the inauguration. Right. It, yeah. it just can't happen. Right. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, if Trump blocks it, Pelosi's president. No, that's not how it works. Right. The yeah. Senate will take and, care of that. Don't worry. Do you really think Trump would block Biden just so Pelosi can sweep in and become oh president? I mean, that'd be the dumbest thing in the world. Like I said that'd be so much worse than Biden <laughs> yes, as a president. Yes, it would. Half of America would blow their brains out. I think so. Even I think there's a lot of Democrats that would blow their brains out. Oh, my out, gosh, yeah. Even though they put her back as Speaker of the House. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to address that Twitter trend that was going on. It's No, that's not going to happen. Y'all can rest easy tonight knowing that Nancy Pelosi will <laughs> not be President of the United States anytime I, I, soon. That's when I call for civil war. Yes. <laughs> now, if something happens... After January 20th and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are incapacitated, are incapacitated then, yes. yes, we might have to worry about that. Yes. And that's when I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's it right there. That's my line in the sand. I, I'm not going to have that, that coke head as yeah. <laughs> the leader of the free world. Right. Sorry. So yeah. everybody's saying, oh, it, it could possibly, like Ted Cruz's. A uh, moment here could backfire right. if it if he pushes too hard. This could backfire and Pelosi becomes president. No, that's it's, that's not how right. it works. Not possible. If Ted Cruz's stuff backfires, the worst that happens is Biden, Biden becomes president. president. Right, yep. and we're back to where we've been for the last right. two months now. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Well, we are about out of time. Can you yeah. believe it? Man, two yeah. hours just doesn't seem no it that doesn't seem like there's just so much more to talk about we've been talking so much about like if biden's president and all these this agenda driven thing like the green new deal right. and agenda 21 but then it came it, like i i was reminded that this whole january 6th thing is still a thing right and i was like well it's not official yet let's talk about is there still a chance mm-hmm. does and if there is what is his final stand. What is his final ace up his sleeve? It sounds like the last thing, last possibility is the Senate yeah. deal on the six. After the six, it's basically decided. Right. Yeah. So if he has damning evidence, he better throw it out on the table. Absolutely. He needs to get right it out now. there. Now there are people that I've talked. To, I talked to a couple people in the last week, and they said that they have. Um, if Trump calls for a raise of arms, they have no problem. Raising arms with him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they're just full-blown. Oh, yeah. They're all in. Oh, yeah. They are willing to die on that hill. They are. Are you willing to die on that hill? Are you going to raise arms if Trump calls for a raising of arms? No, I will not die on the Trump hill. Okay, good. I don't think I will either. We've talked about it it would take 
I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm just going to lay down and let shit happen. No, but, no, no. But I'm not willing to start a civil war just for a Trump right. presidency. Yeah. Like I said, the United States is bigger than, than Donald Trump. Trump. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. But I also think I agree with Ted Cruz that um we got to look at this shit. Absolutely. The Senate right. needs to at least look at this shit. Yeah. They need to have a special counsel, yeah. a 10-day audit to look at into some of these yeah. allegations. And, and they, they, they really need to do line by line, be like, okay, Dominion Software, we looked into this. You know, It has no effect on any of this. Da, 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 da. Uh, these, these election workers, um, the broken pipe, you know, there is no evidence. Of da, 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 da. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be so much more than like. Oh yeah. I was watching, um, CNN, or I wasn't watching. I was uh, reading an article that was refuting a lot of this stuff that Ted Cruz was saying and his thing, and that um, no, it's uh, refuting Trump's phone call. All the oh, stuff gotcha. that he was saying. It right. was just like he'd be like, um, five thousand dead people, blah blah blah, voted or recorded, and CNN's response was, that's wrong. Right, yeah, right. And it's just like you got to give me yeah. more than that. Let's see the let's see the the specific reason, you know, what he's calling and why it's wrong. Yeah, you're you're you can't just say <laughs> refuting evidence no. is no is yeah. not no. That's not yeah. that doesn't refute anything. Right. It's like no, no, you sir are a liar. Yes, that's basically <laughs> what it was. It was just like why this? Uh, it was like the twenty most outrageous things in Trump's phone call, and it was like yeah, um, the the um. Stuffed ballots, blah blah blah. It's just like, did you watch it in slow motion? It's just like, well, what did that make it right? Like, what is that? What is it? What are you saying? <laughs> like, yeah. none of it like proved anything. Like, yeah. all their refuting was just like basically that. It's just yeah. like, no, ha- have you heard of this? Or have you? It was just like, yeah. a, it was like a teenager basically right. arguing oh, with I'm you. Sure. It was just I'm sure. obnoxious. Our like, independent fact checkers say this is wrong. Right, I didn't Jim? even go that far. It was just like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. That was their their reasoning against it, and it it's just like like you were saying, if we go line by line through stuff and then show like this is wrong because of this, right. and this is wrong because of this, then yeah. those hundred and thirty thousand extra votes that showed up in Michigan overnight, those were mail in votes that came in from this district that yeah. you know I mean this this and this person yeah, and this right. person, yeah yeah. So um, show us show us it yeah. I mean what what do you have to lose exactly besides. Yeah. Fraud being exposed. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if, if there wasn't fraud, if nothing shady happened, then show your the, cards. There is a, a selection of the populace that, yes, they, they believe, you know, the virus is exactly as you say. They're going to wear the mask as you say. They're going to stay locked down as you say. There's mm-hmm. a selection that believe that, you know, Trump is as shady as you, he said he is, and he is racist and white mm-hmm. supremacist, and, and the election is straightforward, and Biden is the most popular guy ever. Yeah. But then there's selection like, prove it. Yeah. Prove yeah. it to me. Yeah, and when you, like I said, you have a third of the population that says the shit was rigged. I mean, you gotta, right. you're gonna have to bounce back from that some way. And how yeah. are you going to do it if you just say, nope, that's wrong? And, and I, you don't look at it. How it, are you gonna, yeah. you got it, you got four years now to, or two years for the Senate vote because Senate votes coming up, midterm elections in two years. Yeah. It's like, what, what do you believe if, if, they're not willing to look at anything, yeah. and a third of you don't agree with it. Even I don't agree with it, right. and they're not willing to take a look at it. Like, what's real then? Right. Well, and I, I saw people complaining about Trump, and they were talking about how the problem with Trump is that he creates all these conspiracy theorists because he makes people question institutions. Mm-hmm. 
why the fuck aren't we questioning them anyways? Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. We wouldn't have all these conspiracy theories if we questioned them more. And we we held them more accountable and we audited things and there was more transparency. Yeah. That's why there is conspiracy theories because there's not transparency. There's not transparency in this fucking election. That's why Mm -hmm. there's so many... Questions. Questions. There's yeah. so many people that don't buy into it because yep. there's no transparency. Exactly. Prove when, it. When when you hear stories of uh, the uh, vote counters getting kicked out, that's, yeah. I mean, give us some reasoning why right. that happened. Yeah. Like, you better have a damn good reason. Right. Because that's part of transparency is having those vote counters right. there. Yep. And if they got kicked out, well, you better have something to answer for that. Absolutely. So if if there was more transparency in the government, there's more Mm -hmm. transparency in our election process, you'd get rid of probably 90% of conspiracy theorists in the world. Right. And, but that, that's not how they operate. And that's, I mean, it's the, the problem is I, that people take it and run so far with it, but, but you have to understand that that they're going to do that. So if you give them that little bit to run with, they're going to run with it. Right. Don't give them that shit to run exactly. with. Exactly. Exactly. So I think we're about out of time, though. Um, like I said, this is January 6th, so this could be interesting when you're listening to this. Um, we will see what happens um, by the weekend update that on Saturday, Sunday, whenever we record that. Yep. We'll have more answers for you. And hopefully it's good shit. Yeah. Maybe we'll have some really interesting news to report yeah. on this weekend. So this whole weekend wrap-up might also be dedicated to what takes place on January 6th. So yeah. got that to look forward to. I'm excited. Are you excited? I am excited. I mean, whether, either way, I'm excited. I, right. I hope it's not just a big like dud where they're just like, right. nah, we're just going to push it through. Yeah. I, I, like you said, I want them to fight for it, to right. fight for us Yes. and say, you know what, let's take a look at this. Right. Let, just. Just fight for us. Yeah. Like, act like you work for us. Exactly. For once. Exactly. So we are going to get out of here. If you don't got anything else to say, Bill. I think we covered. Um, definitely uh, check us out on all the social medias at Break the Bell Pod. Yeah. Man, it's been a while <laughs> since I've said that, and my brain is starting to shut off. So Facebook.com slash Break the Bell Pod. Everything at Break the Bell Pod. P-O-D. Uh, for podcast Um, check us out on patreon do all that fun happy bullshit that people do on social media take a time to hit like or subscribe on the video and or podcast as you're listening to it because that is how um this stuff works it's a all a giant popularity contest the more likes and subscribes we get the more people we can reach out to and we want to reach more ears and um just tickle your ear hairs as um we we do whatever it is we're doing. So, yes. Tickle them good. Tickle them really well. <laughs> so do that really fast right now. Otherwise, we will see you on the weekend wrap-up this weekend, and we'll get right back here with more information. You all have a blessed, blessed week. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media, On the Run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast, and Banzot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.